I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The hogs are warring. What happened? The hogs are warring. So today's Groundhog Day. Yes, we all get that. Mm-hmm. Everybody first turns their attention to Gobbler's Knob with uh, Punxsutawney Phil. And uh, then there's a lot of other hogs, too. There's Staten Island Chuck, mm. Lady Edwina of Essex in New Jersey, Patty Pagoda, Dunkirk Dave, Buckeye Chuck, General Beauregard Lee down in Georgia. And uh, up here in Canada, you got Balzac Billy, Shubranakity Sam, mm-hmm. Fred Lamont, <laughs> and uh, Wyerton Willie. Wyerton Willie and Punxsutawney Phil are really the two big dogs, right? They're the two big hogs, two yeah. big swinging hogs. And <laughs> down in Gobbler's Knob, which sounds disgusting, but it's not. It's a real yeah. place. Uh-huh. Okay. So down in Gobbler's Knob, the first hog to pop out <laughs> was Punxsutawney Phil. And here is what Punxsutawney Phil had to say. Punxsutawney Phil, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. President, we have a scroll. We have a scroll. Hear ye, hear ye. I see a shadow on my stage. And so, no matter how you measure, it's six more weeks of winter weather. All right. Yeah. However, these hogs got beef. <laughs> yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah. Because the other big hog on the scene, Wyerton Willie, Bruce Peninsula, uh-huh. had this to say this morning. Here it is. Let's go make some noise. Here it is. No pressure, man. We've been Willie waiting for. See a shadow, and we are going to have an early spring. Oh. Oh. Yes, Willie! Yes, Willie! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yo, that so, guy is a fan. Willie, <laughs> Willie <laughs> is saying early spring. Uh huh. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, Patty Pagoda, six more weeks of winter. Dunkirk Dave, more winter. Buckeye Chuck, more winter. General Beauregard Lee siding on the uh, wire to Willie tip. <laughs> yeah. 
early spring. Just the tip, not the whole thing. Just the tip. Okay. Not the whole thing. <laughs> Shubert and Sam. What the hell is going on, Predict six more weeks of winter. Uh-huh. Fred La Marmont. It's a French hog. Won't you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Six more weeks of winter as well. Just so you know. Now you're all all up to date on which way the hogs were swinging today. Yes, really! <laughs> some hogs went this way, some hogs went that way. Listen, they're all different and that's okay. <laughs> and that is okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Celebrate that ass. Oh, every day. Every day. I have a pimple on mine. Oh, Bro. come on, Why man. must you? Because like, I just like, found who it. Who cares? Who cares? I wouldn't have mentioned it if but Mocha didn't. But you did, though. I know, because it's did. in my mind and Mocha said but ass, so did, I went to though. pimple. I, but you did so mention gross. it, though. You did. Anyway. <sighs> I think I got it while sleeping. On? You got oh. it while sleeping? <laughs> we just move on Wash your sheets. Wash your ass. <laughs> I do every day. No, you don't. Spearman. No, you don't. Nah. Nah. No. Nope, 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 nope. I actually so used my beard wash. Girl, why are you still why talking you about s- it? You know we don't want to talk about it. See, because I don't right? believe you. What do you mean? What's, what's not to believe? I think secretly that, you want to know. Okay, no. You just you want us to, to talk about your butt. You okay, so no, where is no, it? No, no, Where's oh, my butt? Oh, no, God. where's the pimple? Uh, On my right cheek. Top or bottom or middle? <gasps> right in the middle. Okay, let's see it. Okay. Oh my god. Like for real? You're the one that brought it up. You want to talk about okay. it so bad? Okay. Oh my god. Oh, I should have went to church yesterday. Yeah, Shem, take me with you, man. Shem, right. can you sing a hymn right now? Ew! There's like three pimples there. Yeah. Did you guys see that? No. How sweet. Get back over here. Come here. Keep singing, Shem. I need Jesus. You want to see? Like, this is so gross. Take your pants off. (laughs) No, lower. Ew. First of all. Let me see. Oh, my God. One, two. Ew. Bro. Bro. (laughs) You know, at night, when there's like no clouds. Please don't stop. When there's no clouds in the sky and you look up. I guess if you're not if you're in the city, you can't see stars, right? Yeah. But if you're outside of the city yeah. where there's no city lights yeah. clouding up, blocking out yeah. the stars, and you see like a, like a constellation. Maury's got a pimple constellation. Yeah. 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 Oh, gross. yeah. It's so gross. Big dipper back there. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, Thank dipper. <laughs> okay, I didn't look by the way. Yeah. There's like three the of way. them all in a row. Do I have to come back oh. in and show Ross? No, Maury. Maury, so honestly. Gross. Honestly, I cannot. I can't. I just. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Shem. Sweet sounds, baby. <laughs> I think we needed that. Ain't nobody need that. <laughs> Ain't nobody. He broke his rubbing his eyes right now. But now <laughs> I see. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, so I got sent. Remember when I was telling you that it, that picture of the padded toilet? Where it was, oh, a, it was yeah. a toilet and it had like armrests on it and the uh-huh. back was padded and everything, right? 
You know, anytime somebody sends me that photo, I say that it's uh, actually that's a photo of your home. <laughs> <laughs> so I still get that yes. every day. Yeah. Somebody sends me that. Good. Until, until. Why? The last, I would say, three days. Since about Saturday. Yeah. The amount of people that sent me the padded toilet was completely outdone by the people who sent me the story out of the UK that says research shows that men spend up to seven hours a year in the bathroom hiding from their family. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Every single, every, like, if I open my phone and there's a notification, it is somebody sending me that story. Yeah. That headline. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Go ahead. What? I'm not one of those people. Yes, you are. I don't. I don't hide. Okay. They pulled a hundred men mm-hmm. and found that a total of seven hours per year was spent in the toilet. Mm-hmm. That's and you. the reason they said, number uh-huh. one reason was for peace. Yes. And then in addition to getting some peace, they said that it was escaping the kids. Okay. I don't, I don't go in to hide. No, but you go in for to peace. Like, Number for one peace. on the list. No, but I go in because it's just relaxing. And to do, yeah. But you, so is the couch. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I would disagree. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more, I brought a handful of chips in with me the other day. See? Yeah. Escape. Put it right there on the counter too. Not even a bowl. Oh, that is. Shut up, Shem. Right. Like okay, the, nobody asked Hold on, on the, like on the, the edge of the sink? What's that? The sink? We have like a, uh, we, the, the sink is like attached to the wall with no vanity. And then yeah. underneath we have like a, a, a table, like a bench. Okay. Yeah, the, where you just like, with the toothbrushes are and stuff like that. How have you not invented oh. some sort of like airplane tray that comes up from the side of the toilet? What am I? Why don't you just bring a table in there? Bring no, a table? No, but yeah. if it does the airplane thing, then it can hide away for the, anyone else that uses the bathroom. What am I, what am I gonna, like, I'm start fastening stuff to the wall now? Yes. Yes. No. For your chips. No. My chips are fine where they well, your are. Pizza your hot dog. The, yeah. Your, your burrito. No, the chips go where the pizza go. Right on the counter. Right? Right on the counter. Guys. I knew I was going to be in there for a minute. Mm-hmm. I passed through the kitchen on my way to the bathroom, grabbed a handful of chips. How long were you in the bathroom for? Uh, 15 minutes. 15. Yeah. You know how dirty that counter is? Shh, you don't know. Spores. You don't you know. Don't know. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I don't care. But what I'm saying is that I don't go into the bathroom to hide from my family. Sometimes I just go in to eat chips <laughs> in peace. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I was watching, um, I watched the, uh, I guess, what everybody's calling it, the, the gay episode of... Uh, the Last of Us. Oh, beautiful. I have never oh, seen that. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Is it, it episode three. three now? Episode yeah. three. Okay. It, uh, like, it was just one, I would say, one of the best hours of television I've seen in a very long time. Couldn't agree more. Really? Yeah. It was, like, it really, it really was. It was, um, because the show is about, like, it's, 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 it's a video game, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's a, uh, a fungus that has infected people and they become zombies. And it's one of these sort of things, yeah, right? Yeah. Where then Pablo, oh, no, what's his name? What's that guy? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal has to, he's tasked with getting a, they partnered him up with a, with a girl. And then he has to get her from point A to point B and they fight zombies along the way. Right. So fair enough. Um, and it's cool. Like, it's really, really cool. Pedro mm. Pascal is incredible Whew. in it. Um, he's so good in it. Yeah. And. Episode three does a backstory of these two uh, of these two characters, 
and um, it's their sort of love story mm-hmm. and how they meet after the basically like the apocalypse happens, mm. right? So Sorry, they two meet other people, two not, other people, not two, Pedro Pascal. No, okay. uh, Nick Offerman is the is the the, the main guy, and then yeah. the other guy. What the hell is the actor's name? Murray Bartlett, and he was in season one of White Lotus. Yeah, but he's in season one of White Lotus. And he's Chippendales. in Chippendales, yeah. and now this. Like yeah. I had never heard Hold of this on. guy What's before. Murray? Murray Bartlett, and, and he was also in the show Looking. He has like the best year and a half career of anybody oh, in, in Hollywood guy. right now. Yeah. So good. Right? He's incredible. So it's Nick Offerman and, and and this guy and they meet and it's their love story told over 20 some odd years in one in one episode. And it's a sort of complete like deviation from the story that we got in episode one and two. Um, but it was the most like it was probably the most beautiful hour of television. Really? I'm not I'm not even joking. Like it was so man, well I done. I got to get caught up on this show, man. It was so well done yeah. that you would think that that's such a deviation from the the storyline of only having done two episodes would mm-hmm. sort of throw you off yeah. because you're just starting to get to know the sort of main characters and the plot and like even what the hell is going on and they put this episode in there, episode 3 of The Last of Us and I wanted more of that now. You know what I mean? I'm also going to say, I I worry that this show is not going to be recognized for the amount of wars that it deserves after only three episodes because we are so... Well, I guess at this point, it'll be so early into award season, yeah. right, for yeah. them. Um, the, the show deserves all the awards in the world. It's incredible. It is, uh, and this is only three, three episodes. episodes. And yeah. you know, every single week, I always see this show trending. Yeah. Yeah, Maury, this episode three will crush you. But, oh, but the pro- I, I'll watch that, but the way you're describing is not a show I would normally watch. No, but it is. But I'm telling you, it's just something different. Yeah. Like, And it's a zombie thing. Like, we know the storyline to get out of the wall from the, the walled-off city. And you got yeah. the guys in the tanks and the, the overzealous cops and then the zombies. And what are they? It, you know you know it all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a video game. But the way that it's told is so different and so original but then you get to episode three and you're like, oh my God. This like it was happens. gutting. This is what happens when my husband wanted to binge Bling Empire New York. I miss things like that. Yeah, well, it's only episode three, man. You can yeah, catch you can up. Get you up. can catch up. But honestly, oh, like I gotta get on the, the gay episode, yeah. like with Nick Offerman and what's that guy's name again? Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett is without question one of the best hour plus of TV you will ever see. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, do we have time to quickly do um, Nick Offerman real quick? Absolutely. Yeah. I okay. love Nick Offerman. So Nick Offerman was talking about episode three of The Last of Us. This was, we talked about it, one of the greatest hours of television I've ever seen. Um, and it really hit a lot of people. And even though they did deviate from the game in that episode, that episode is still like one of the standout episodes that, uh, you know, it really anybody has seen in the last did 10 years. Anyone know that Nick Offerman was going to be I in this episode? Yeah, he's or? in the cast list, but I don't oh, okay, know. Okay. I don't think that even the hardcore fans knew how they were going to treat that storyline. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And it was just so, so incredible. So here's Nick Offerman on Jimmy Kimmel. This is episode that you were in is uh, was moving, surprising. Uh, all the good things that end with ing. Did you have an idea that when you were shooting it, that it, people would react in this way? Uh, thank you for the compliments. And um, kind of, I mean, when I got the script, Craig Mazin wrote the script, who, who did Chernobyl, among mm-hmm. other things. And that guy seems to know what he's doing. Yes. And he sent me the script. And I, I didn't have time on the calendar to say yes to this job. 
and my incredible uh, goddess of a wife read it, and she said, you're going to Calgary, buddy. Uh, You've got to do have this. Fun. You have to do so this. So Megan Mullally, your wife, yeah. is the responsible for she, you being in this episode. She's the curator, yeah. She, she chose every garment that I'm wearing tonight. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got a compliment on, from Jeff Bezos, said episode three of The Last of Us is unbelievably good storytelling. I'm in awe of Nick Offerman. Performance, incredible. He doesn't even own HBO yet. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. I, I got in touch with Jeff and said thank you, and uh, he bumped me up to something called Super Prime. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? They, they deliver my package and give me $20. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> hey, Nick Offerman. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So we gave Samantha five words, and all she had to do was come up with the first thing that comes to her mind for each, and then if Mocha matches, then Samantha walks away with $1,000. Samantha's first word was sit. She said chair. Second word was long. She said pull. Third word was spring. She said winter. Fourth word was rock. She said seashell. And her fifth word was umbrella. She said rain. Are all those correct, uh, Samantha? You remember saying all those? Uh, yeah, that's yep. correct. Yep, yep, you do. All right, Mocha, come back and join that's us. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even get my coffee yeah. this morning no, yet, but those you are did correct. Great. Now. Samantha, you did great. Don't so you worry, love, okay? Chef, can you stop you making facial expressions, please? I say a word, bro. Yeah, don't worry about it, Samantha. You did, you did great. Yeah, give him some hints. You did great. You did great. You did great. Don't you worry, okay? Guys. Okay. No worries. No okay. worries. We got this. Okay, Mocha, mm -hmm. we are now going to give you the same five words we gave Samantha. All you have to do is come up with the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. And hopefully everything that you think of, every word that you say matches Samantha, and then Samantha walks away with $1,000. Okay. Mocha. Your first word is sit. Stand. Incorrect. Okay. Samantha said chair. Oh, Samantha. Okay. Uh, Samantha, you do not win the $1,000, but let's go through That's them okay. anyway to find out okay. how far you would have got without okay. uh, with, without with blowing feel, the first one. I feel oh, like I really wonder. Tony Danzen, who's the okay. boss? I Samantha. Know. Okay. Uh, Mocha. Mocha. Just for fun now. Mocha. Yeah. Your second word is long. Short. No. Samantha oh. said, <laughs> Samantha said, pull. <laughs> Short pull. I okay. know nothing about that, girl. Okay, uh, Mocha, <laughs> your third word was uh, spring. Uh, summer? No, incorrect. She said winter. Oh. Uh, your fourth word uh, would have been rock. Scissors. Incorrect. Uh, Samantha said seashell. <laughs> okay. Uh, and finally, your fifth word uh, was uh, would have been umbrella. Rain. Yes. Hey. Oh, there you go. Oh, one for five. One for five. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mary, welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Um, so, Mary, you were on our show recently when you were asking for Roz's lasagna recipe. Oh! Uh, Mary had to make a lasagna for her girlfriend, who right. every year on her birthday wants nothing more than a lasagna 
and then like an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen. <laughs> That's right. Great right? birthday. So you, Roz, yes. gave your incredible recipe on how a, you make lasagna. A quick version of the recipe. Yes, and I did. we yes. got so many texts from people who are like, please break it down again. Please send us the recipe. Please even do... We got more than one of these, by the way, Roz. I'm not making this up. Yeah. People who wanted you to do like a YouTube a video? tutorial on your lasagna making. Anyway, so back to Mary. Uh, yes or no, after getting those instructions from Roz, uh, did you make the lasagna for your girlfriend? I did make the lasagna. Mm -hmm. It turned out amazing. Mm -hmm. There was... A few variations, just because I kind of forgot some things. A YouTube video for sure would be helpful in the future. Yeah. For next year, maybe. Sure. <laughs> um, but it was so amazing. She loved it. It was the gift that kept on giving. We ate it all week. Oh, and yeah, best. I think that's, I crushed it. That's okay. the best. So the, the parts that you said that were missing, were they, they were obviously weren't like key elements because y'all still enjoyed the lasagna for a full week. But what was missing? It was... I didn't get the the vegetables, the like mash them up and the puree thing. You don't have to. I just do that. You don't have to puree okay. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. fine. Most people who make a sofrito don't puree it. I just do because I grew up with a brother that like if there if if he was eating anything and then found like a carrot in it. He would just would never like so anytime I see little carrots of things, especially in a spaghetti sauce yeah. or like a pasta sauce, I like I even don't like finding a carrot in a pasta sauce. Mm. To me, it just it's mm. weird, right? It's there for flavor. It's not I don't want to see it, right? Yeah. So that's why I it looks I, odd. It looks out odd. of place. Yeah, it does. I agree. Yeah. It does. So that's why I puree the uh, uh or just take like a hand blender to the uh, to the sofrito before I throw everything else in there. But yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it turned out amazing. So is this the way then, Mary, you're going to make uh, lasagna moving forward? Yes, I think so. I mean, it was my first time making las a lasagna, but I don't know how you can go back. Somebody wrote me the other day being they were picking apart the way that I do my sauce um, uh -huh. because she's like, as an Italian, da, da 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 as an Italian all the time. It's always as an Italian. Yeah, but you're not. Uh, but you're not. Uh, because I said that I put uh, I, I put a couple tablespoons of butter in my sauce. Oh, right? well, what's wrong with that? She, well, she's like Italians never never do that. But I'm like, listen, fat is good, especially in a lasagna. Uh -huh. Especially the more fat that you can flavor up and everything else with the cheese and everything, you need it. It tastes so delicious. Mm -hmm. Any more angry Italians out there? Like, uh, no, I no? didn't get. No, I, I didn't get just killed one. by any. Just there was just one one angry Italian. Can I tell you something, Ron? Yeah. Is I. Um, since listening to this show, I always casually will say Italian to yeah, people yeah. in conversation, <laughs> yeah. and they will all be like, it's Italian, and yeah, I, I always say Italian. I know. I, I know. I, it's so funny. We have, like, I'm, I'm pretty close to somebody who's Italian, and uh, and she literally threatened, like, violence against me. Oh, yeah? yeah and, like, we're friends. <laughs> we're friends. And she was like, you say Italian one more time on the radio, yeah. and, like, we're gonna, like, we're gonna throw. <laughs> Uh, Mary, I'm glad it uh, it all worked out. Thank you very much for the update. Uh, oh, actually, the other thing I'm curious about, what kind of uh, ice cream cake oh, did you yeah. get from Dairy Queen? I got a classic blizzard cake with mm. cookie dough and Reese's Pieces on top. Mm. 
and a little message on the top. And yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So when are you making that lasagna again? You have family members asking or what? Yeah, I actually had to make it at my mom's house. Oh, okay. So I made an extra one for them. And, uh, and obviously there was no making out after that. I cannot imagine taking my clothes <laughs> off in front of somebody having just eaten lasagna and ice cream cake. <laughs> for, for days. <laughs> for days. I'm going to need a week. <laughs> Love you lots, Mary. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm going to talk about this real quick. This is wild, man. So, yeah, go. Uh, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. One of the greatest dynamic duos in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Played on the Bulls together for years. Won championships, yeah. right? Yeah. And during that time, they looked like they got along great. It was all for the team. All to like support each other, and then years later, you hear about, and then when you watch like the Last Dance documentary, mm-hmm. uh, the feelings weren't as mutual, right? Yeah, but they knew they had a job to do. Yeah, it's like us. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so get this. This is so savage. Okay, so Michael Jordan has a son named Marcus. Yeah, Marcus Jordan is now dating. It's official. They've uh-huh. made it Instagram official. Yeah. Even though they've been spotted out together, hanging out. And they just said, no, we're just friends. We're hanging out, yeah. right? But they made it Instagram official with a kiss. Yeah. Michael Jordan's son, Marcus, is now dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Oh, oh my see, God. See, this should be the plot of you people. Right? <laughs> I want to I see that dinner. Yeah. Right? Okay, so wait a second. So Michael Jordan's daughter? No, Michael Jordan's sorry, son. Sorry, Michael Jordan's son is dating Scotty Pippen's ex-wife? Yeah. So basically, what's, imagine if you are the, dating... What's the age difference your there? Your father's... 16 years. Oh. Imagine you're dating your father's co-worker's ex-wife. <laughs> And they don't get along. And they don't get along. <laughs> yeah, she's 48. Larsa Pippen How would they have ever met? She's only 48? Larsa Pippen is 48 and Mike, uh, Marcus Jordan is uh, 32. <laughs> wasn't she? She was like on um, what reality show. Was it one of the Real Housewives uh, or something? No, it was uh, Basketball. I think oh, it was the Basketball, basketball Wives. Basketball Wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was on a reality show. No, uh, also the Real Housewives <laughs> of Miami. Sorry. Oh, That's there you go. Was. Real Housewives yeah. of Miami. Hold on, let me check out her IG. Yo, she Yeah. <laughs> but yo, that is crazy. Can you oh, imagine? No. Yeah. Your is, father's come on now. Co-worker's ex-wife is who you're dating. Listen, man, Michael oh wasn't my, the only MVP in that oh, family. Hold on here. And they're posing in front of a of a Michael uh Jordan mural? Yeah. And he's wearing Jordans <laughs> on his feet and a Jordan toque. <laughs> he's, he's not wearing Is she wearing Pippins? <laughs> <laughs> No such thing exists, sir. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that wild? That's a troll. When your ex-wife is posing with the son of your nemesis in front of a giant floral mural of his jersey, that mm. is like, that's hurtful. Mm. Big time. That's hurtful. Big time. Oh, damn. I hope it works out for them. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can you play me? There's a there's a clip over there that says, uh, "Does this dog say where are you going?" Because there's nobody 
in the world that loves talking animals, whether it's a cat saying hello or a dog talking than you and I. And we have such an incredible archive mm. that we've dissected to try and figure out if the thing is actually saying the thing that the owners say the thing is saying. Okay. So the dog says what? Where are you going? It's <laughs> <laughs> a demon dog. God. Hold on. Okay. See, if you didn't say where are you going, right. I don't think I would have heard it. Okay. But because you said it first, true, true. That's yeah. all I you're hear right. now. No, you're right. I right? placed that. I placed that in you. You're right. <laughs> Sounds like a Star Wars character. Okay. Where are you going? Oh my God. <laughs> it really sounds like it. It really, really does. Come on. Come on, right? So is everyone agreeing? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it really, it really sounds like where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? Right? Like almost like a cartoon dog. Like uh -huh. that's like a made up dog voice, like a, some sort of hound, right? Like a. I just think Star Wars. It's like with this dog uh, that says, I love you, right? I love you. Mishka, I love you. Mishka, I love you. I love you. Mishka, I, I love, love you. you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Good girl. I love you. Right? Yeah. But again, Come on. it's it, one of those things where if you say the words first. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's tough, though. But like, like that's like to me that sounds like the dog is just like lit, like literally repeating what the what the owners say. But uh -huh. they don't know, but not right? The they don't. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> right? Also, if that dog said that to me in that voice, I would tell it everything. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, Roz is gone. Um, Roz in Richmond Hill. Your first word was under, you said over. Second word was heads, you said tails. Third word was pen, you said pencil. Fourth word is nuggets, you said chicken. Fifth word is flat, you said round. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. Okay. We're good? Roz, come back to us, please. All right. Listen to Isaac Hayes live. Ooh, oh, excuse me. Come on now. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Yes. Roz, your first word yeah. is under. Over. Yeah. Oh! There you go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Your second word yeah. is heads. Tails. Come on Ooh. now. Your third word is yeah. pen. Paper. Oh. 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 Did you say pencil? I did. Yeah, I did. I'm so sorry. I sh I know it was the first thing that came to my mind. I should have taken a beat. Damn it! I'm so sorry. <gasps> oh, for God's you sake! See what happened? There, there goes the trip. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's just uh, finish this round real quick. Yeah. Your fourth word, Roz, yeah. is nuggets. Chicken. Your no way. <laughs> fifth sorry. word is flat. Tire. No. Oh. Okay. Round. 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 This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, 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 What's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. How's everybody? Good. Good, man. Uh, 
Hold on. What? What's the matter? Switch these oh, you don't like them? You got no. new headphones. Movie. Yeah, that's fine. Hold on. Put your other ones in. Did you bring your backups? Yeah. Yeah, you're trying new headphones, huh? It's always a pain in the ass. Those are like the ones that stick right in your ears, too. I had those. I hated them. I couldn't stand them. So, I have a question. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> but smooth. Smooth. <laughs> now you got to bend down and everything. Now, typically, yeah. when you buy stuff on Amazon, you can return no problem, right? Sure. But with these ones. Because they go right in your ear holes. Yeah. yeah you know. think I can return them? I didn't return mine. I didn't you even didn't? try. No. Oh. No. Well, you not. can return can... them. They're just not going to resell them. Yeah, uh, you're right. It's Amazon. You're right, Maury. 100% you're right. They should be able to, right? They'll, you can just box them up and, yeah, just return it, and then you'll get that return notice that they I think I already crushed you. up the box, though. Don't worry about it. Stick Matt, them my, in husband, box. my husband returned back cream. Oh! <laughs> like, the, like the stuff that was left in the tube or what you scraped off his back because there was too much? Oh, no, what was left in the tube. Oh, okay. Interesting. That Why does he be. have only back cream? Well, it was like for muscles or something. Oh, oh, it's like a and it didn't like, and a hot he didn't like it. It didn't work. So he gave a review and yeah. they sent a return sticker and off he went. But yeah, I think that you can. I think you can return your your headphones. It's not yeah. panties. No, yeah, exactly. Right. I think you can also return panties. I believe you're right, Maury. On Amazon, I think you can return yeah, panties. I'm gonna have to go digging through the recycling bin though. Yeah. Because anytime we get a anything that comes in a cardboard box. Yeah. But you knew you were just—you knew you were just testing these out for one day. Why habit. did you? Why did it's you get habit. rid of the box? The box that it came in. Yeah, like the actual packaging, not the Amazon box, but the Correct. packaging that that yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tore that up, huh? Yeah, really? I don't I think you it. need that. You could just use a bubble envelope, and as long as you have the receipt, and just like what, put all the product in there without like yeah, all the like without the, the actual receipt, packaging, print yeah. proof of your purchase. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You can return anything on Amazon. I, don't I should going to ask you how much were they? It's expensive. Bucks. Yeah. Oh, they don't care. Yeah, no, they don't care. On sale. No, 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 they don't. You know, you don't have to write an apology note because I know you're the type. Yeah. Yeah. Dear Amazon, thank you very much for shipping. I know the whole deal within the time yeah. that frame that you yeah. said yeah a little bit about me <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they don't need all that man I work on the radio okay, yeah. are very important Wrong. To my job. they don't need all I've that been on the hunt they... i purchased these ones based God. on the amazing reviews however they don't need all that <laughs> no man they just i don't even know if they actually need all the product either i think mean? i think like if so the the like Within the package with the headphones, it came with like other packages of like additional ear tips. <sighs> I don't think they this need and this those. and this. No. So I didn't open those because yeah. those are individually wrapped. Yeah. So the only even, thing opened up from the package are the. I don't even just think send they need everything those. back. Just, just put it in a Ziploc. Jeff Bezos needs to put it back they, on the shelf. They don't care. You will just get like they don't care. Who's looking? Who's opening that envelope? Like who? Some guy in a warehouse, like it's gonna th get thrown into the stack. They mm. don't care, and then it's gonna go off to some reseller. Who you know they take like all the Lysol stuff. Th they take all the stuff that's been returned to Amazon, mm -hmm. and then they resell it on there. What? God, don't even worry about it. They just buy all that stuff in bulk. They buy these boxes from Amazon, mm -hmm. where it's like all the return stuff, and they just sell it. And they don't even know what's in. It's like storage wars. They don't even know what's oh. in these boxes. <laughs> Mystery box. Yeah, they don't. They have no. They have no <laughs> idea. Sometimes you get a good box. Sometimes you don't. But they uh -huh. and then they sell it on their website. They don't care. They really don't. At all, they don't no. care. Yeah, but so they work great though, huh? But are you going to leave a review? <laughs> no, that's the one thing. I read so many reviews on stuff yeah. that I buy on Amazon. Yeah. I've never written a review for something no. that I've purchased. No, me neither. I, you know what's interesting is that sometimes when you're on those Amazon reviews, right, it's not so much the reviews. Mm. 
It's the question and answers that I'm always really the most curious about, sure. right? I was looking for a tank top last <laughs> week, right? Okay. What? okay. Please tell me you yeah. were looking at reviews. Or also, okay. why would you be looking at reviews? Yeah. The tank top is the tank top. Because, yeah, I, I listen, I wanted one that was long, right? Uh -huh. So I'm looking at, and, I'm, I, I, and the thing had great reviews, but then I go to the questions, yeah. right? The question answers, uh -huh. okay? And that's where I usually find, A, the most detail, and B, the best entertainment. Okay. So, and they only show you, like, the top three sort of question answer, and then you can click on expand it down and drop down menu, and then you get more questions everything else. It's a black tank top. Okay. And one of the questions, so somebody went on Amazon looking for a black tank top, was unsure about this particular black tank top, wrote in, asked a question, hit submit, waited for the answer, and then liked the answer. And the question was, can I wear this with a bathing suit? <laughs> Yo, you gotta know. <laughs> and what was the answer? Yes. <laughs> I believe you can. Like. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A bunch of stuff this weekend. Watch well, Shotgun Wedding. How was it? <laughs> Come on, it was fun. <laughs> what, Shem? Yo, Shotgun Wedding is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I say the same thing about you people. <laughs> you what? Yeah, you people was awful. I found Jonah oh. Hill to be obnoxiously annoying. <sighs> yeah. Wow, no, you people, you people is just a bad movie. Right? Like side, for I loved yeah. It. yeah. No, because I'll tell you, let me tell you why I didn't enjoy you people. Okay. Right? Was um it felt like that's the scenes in the trailer, right? Which yeah. were awesome. Like the meeting of Eddie Murphy and all of this stuff. Also, you have Eddie Murphy in a movie and he's not funny once in a movie, which is like to me a travesty. Um, but to me, the movie just felt like all of like, it felt like just scenes as opposed to a movie. And I'm oh, interested. Like a well-rounded yeah, story. And in a romantic comedy, I'm like, I'm so, I'm always interested in like the love story. Mm -hmm. And in this movie, it was like they meet and then there's a montage of them buying running shoes together and then literally just says six months later. Right. Like there was no I relation. Think I, Jonah, was no, I found Jonah to be really a, like annoying. There was just, there was just no relationship. Like I, I think I didn't, because the, the story, well, at least what I got from it, it was more about um, the relationship with each family that took precedent over the relationship between Jonah Hill and Lauren London. But in order their to understand story, right? how they deal with their family and everything else, I had to have an understanding of how they deal with each other. And there was no love story. They met first in all. the car and then all of a sudden they were on dates. Well, no, but it was just it was just a montage of, you know, running shoe shopping and then it was I'm gonna propose. Yeah. Right, like there was, they literally said six months later. Like they skip over the relationship in a romantic comedy. Yeah, I would say the movie didn't have a ton of depth. I, I did, I did expect it to go a little bit deeper in terms of those, the sort of interracial relationship and all that sort of thing. Yeah. For sure, I thought Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus was amazing. I thought she was hilarious and yeah. incredibly awkward. Uh, Eddie could have been funnier for sure, but I, I, I didn't loved. Laugh I love that movie, at least compared to Shotgun Wedding, which oh, was a, a complete heap of trash. The only, thing, the only thing that they have is they came out on the same day. Like, we can't compare. But they were, that was a heap of trash movie, man. Yeah, oh, my I don't gosh. Know. With you people, I just enjoyed, I agree that there were individual scenes as mm -hmm. opposed to a well-rounded, coherent movie. Uh, I just enjoyed like the scenes, the awkwardness between everyone in those scenes. But but in order to do that though, right? Like I, in order to set up properly that this is what they're each walking into, I just 
could not believe that they didn't write a scene between the two main characters Mm -hmm. having a conversation with each other about their parents. They never discussed it. They like she, into, she was never, she, she was never like, family. by the way, my old man, you know, mm-hmm. huge. And then he's like, you know, should have been like, by the way, my mom, you this is what you're walking into. Right. Because right? the first they time Jonah never Hill, had a conversation about that, it. I don't think that Jonah knew that's what was going to happen. Of course he no. did. No, I don't think he did. Because of the first time, he did. The first time he met the parents was when he took them out for chicken and waffles. Yeah, but like they never had, like they, the two characters never discussed this stuff, yeah, right? And so way. it was, I was kind of like, eh, it was just like, it was, it seemed like a real, it, the, a movie that was like really could have and did go to really deep places. Mm-hmm. But I just felt that there wasn't enough of a movie there to sustain the idea of where they wanted to go. Does that make sense at all? I yeah yeah. I mean, it I was beautiful laugh. looking. It was I didn't beautiful. laugh. Yeah. yeah, and I wanted like I was really looking forward. I didn't laugh at anything. You didn't laugh. I no, liked really? the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah, but other than that, I just found Jonah Hill to just he was. It was just too much Jonah Hill for me. It was his movie. It's he was the star of the movie. I know, he wrote and produced too, it, <laughs> sir. I was watching this going, God, you're being so annoying. Oh, you just, he was just a bad, like a poorly written character. Yeah. You don't like that? You yeah. Know? I, yeah. I think I, I liked it more than than you guys. Yeah, I enjoyed who, uh, it. Who, uh, than you people? You liked it more than, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> That's I, funny. Um, I, I liked when uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's brother came into the picture. Uh, who's that guy? I can't remember. Oh, oh Mike Epps? Mike Epps. Mike Epps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but also, I just felt like, and, and um, oh God, who was Jonah Hill's grandmother? That She's hilarious and she well, had real Perlman. Real Perlman. Oh, she had no lines. Mm-hmm. She had nothing. Spoiler alert. Right? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hello, happy Monday. Uh, it is January 30th already. Is guys. it really? Damn. One down, 11 to go. What does that mean? Oh, months? Yeah. What are you counting down to the end of the year already? Oh, I can't wait till Christmas. You got like summer, man. <laughs> Bro, Christmas was four weeks ago. Yeah. Five weeks now. Five weeks ago. Jeez, man. I know, but I know what I already want. Which is? I want whatever it is that Roz wears when he's cooking. That apron, it looks like jeans. I want that. I don't wear a jean apron. <laughs> when I don't start floating that out there. Looks like you strap jeans to your chest. No, I don't. Also, how do you know that? I think Catherine did I, did I send you? Something? Did I send you a picture one time? No, I think. Oh, yeah, you something did. Like yeah. That? yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. No, I... Uh, is that the one I gave you? Uh, no, that's the at the cottage. What the which one or did I give you... <laughs> Okay, not to make it First weird. First I but have four aprons. <laughs> not to yeah. make it weird. Did you buy him the jeans? <laughs> did, I, did I buy you the leather one? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I want the leather one. No, you didn't buy me. <laughs> you can't cook with a leather apron. <laughs> That's what you cut meat with. <laughs> no. It's I, like Texas Chainsaw I, Massacre. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a leather apron. Uh, although I've looked at leather aprons before, but they just don't seem practical. And well, I'm it too, seems easier I'm too to walk. Dirty. I'm just too dirty. Like I just wipe my hands all over it. Uh, no, I have. It's just like a heavy, heavy, heavy canvas. I guess is what you mm-hmm. could describe this as. But I like big pockets because mm-hmm. I like to put my hands in them, mm-hmm. right? And I like what else you put in pockets? Oh, just so like, like knives, like or a like, rag, uh-huh. and like all sorts of stuff. I'll stick it in. You like shouldn't a, be putting your hands in the pocket if you're cooking. What are you talking? Why? About? Why don't you need your hands for like what you're doing? 
Well, like I need to be like on guard. Like I gotta, like <laughs> I'm gonna have to, like karate fight somebody at some like point. Like when the shepherd's pie is in the <laughs> like, oven for an hour, he's standing there. He's standing there ready to knuckle like, up. Yeah, in case. like I'm gonna have to fight. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, you know Do you not have right? an apron at home, more? No, no, no. Do you cook really with an apron, one. Mocha? Uh, not all the, not all the time. My wife does, though. Yeah, yeah. She's got like two or three. Yeah. I need one though, cause like sauce is splashing all up in me. Get an apron. I've ruined too many shirts that yeah. have like oil spots on them because I'm cooking something at a real super high temperature and then it just splashes or whatever. I've ruined too many, because you can't get that out, right? Mm. Like, That's I've why I cook in pajamas, because I don't care about my pajamas. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know if I would eat something if, if you cooked it in pajamas. I know. More. Like, <laughs> I really don't. It could be delicious, and I'd still be like, you wear pajamas when you mean that? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, just all sleepy. and Like, no, it's not It's not for me. Uh, but no, I need an apron when I cook. Mm-hmm. Need an apron. And then when I when I put the apron on to cook, it stays on until I go to bed. I don't take it off. Like, I'll sit on the couch in the apron all night. Even you're when you're eating dinner? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, if I, cook, if I cook in the apron, I eat in the apron. Really? Yeah. So you've yeah. fallen asleep on the couch in the apron? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you, have no, you have no idea. I've, I've fallen asleep so hard on the couch that I've gone downstairs, like I've gone to the bedroom, still half asleep with the apron on, and then not realize why I couldn't get my T-shirt off. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello. Ray, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. Um, Ray has been on the show with us before, Roz. Okay. Uh, Ray is a super fan of the Roz and Mocha show. Hello, Ray. Uh, listens to the live show, listens to the podcast all the time, and sent me a DM that simply reads this. Mocha, I'm pissed at Roz. We need to chat. What the hell? Well, Roz... You need to understand, man, like, your reach is far. People really listen to what you say. Yeah. Your opinion matters. It goes a long way. Yeah. So you've made me bathroom paranoid because you started talking about snakes in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now now it's disturbing my sleep every night because yeah. usually I would get up in the middle of the night, yeah. quickly go for a pee. Now I have to turn lights on and check to make sure there's no snake in there. Yes, oh, snake no. check. Always. Have you ever had a snake in the uh, toilet? No, it didn't even enter my mind that that no. would be a possibility, but now, I, now it won't leave. Yeah, no, snake check. Always, 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 always snake check. When we were doing, <laughs> a, when we were doing a reno uh-huh. on, the, on the cottage, the contractor one day sent me a picture of a snake on our bathroom floor. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, my God. And I was like, and he goes, I'll, I'll tell the other guys to, to keep an eye on it uh, this week, whatever. And I was like, no, you find that now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why would you even send me that picture? Like, why would you send me that picture? It's probably normal for them, to right? See it all and, the time. I, and I guess because they were doing uh, a lot of duct work and it crawled up through the vent. Gross, right? Oh, super God. gross, super gross. And they never got it. So they never found the snake. Do you check when you're at the cottage? I snake all the time? check every single time. I, even in the city, I snake check. So, right when you uh, in the middle of the night, you have to turn on the light, use the bathroom, and then. There's no snake, whatever, and then you go back to bed. Does it take you a while, like, to get back to bed? Or is the thought of just having to get up to do a snake check still kind of linger in your mind? No, it's a matter of I used to just get up, take a quick pee. I didn't even turn on a light. You know, sometimes my eyes would still be closed. Sometimes I sit there and I think that I feel something. Yeah. Right? 
Oh and, my God. and I either like sit up and then look behind me kind of thing, or I'll reach down in between to just make sure. But sometimes like I feel like it's not a, it's not a bite, but sometimes I feel like something is just brushed by it. Like it just, like a wisp You know of what I mean? Like a wisp of something, like a, just like a wisp of something. That's so gross. Right? And then like I have to start, and, and then I start thinking in, in my own head, if there was, like if something was to bite, yeah. right, grab onto something. Would you prefer it to be the 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 pair, the, the, the pair uh-huh. right or the solo? Oh. You know, you know what I mean. Oh. Like if you if you ha- if you really had bad. to if you had to, what would I take my chance with? If you oh. had to, right? Because I think about this stuff all the time. I'm like, which would I rather have? If it, if it latched on, and I don't mean like oh. nipped you and then let go. <gasps> But if it grabbed on it and, and, and if it latched on, would you rather the the pair I, I, or the solo? Not solo. Not solo? No, not solo. It no, would have huh? to be the pair. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. But like like in between the pair or like on a pair? On a. On a pair. Yeah. Oh, God. I might pass out if that happened. But I think about this I stuff. I feel like it might be a solo at that point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'm, I, 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 I think about that all the time. Like if something, when I feel something down there, Grays, right? Like it's just like a, I don't know, it's like a draft or something like that. Almost sometimes, <laughs> it really drives me nuts. And then I'm like, okay, which which would go? Like which would hurt the most? And which would I be okay with? And if if it was latched on, which would I be easier? Which would be easier to get the snake off of if it latched on? And then I start thinking, maybe this, maybe side solo, right? Yeah, right. Maybe side solo, not end solo. Oh, absolutely right? not. No, right? No, 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 no. Right? No, okay. no. This is. Uh... It's getting disgusting oh, here. Oh, man. I'm uh, so glad I'm not a guy. Yeah. Ray, thank you very much for uh, for the DM. No worries. I love you guys so much. And, you know, we love you right back. Have a wonderful day. You too. Have a great one. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Sad day yesterday. Sad day today. Hurricane Hazel. Yeah. Passed away yesterday in her home. 101. God, man. Years old. Two weeks incredible. shy of her 102nd. Yeah. Incredible. Really, really, really incredible. What a woman. Jesus. Uh, 36 years as mayor of Mississauga. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never met anyone in my entire life who loved and cherished Mississauga the way Hazel McCallion did. She had an incredible, just like obsession to serving mm-hmm. it was wild it was really like you can't do what she did for that long without it sort of just being you know like a calling like you don't find people who live to serve like hazel mccallion anymore mm-hmm. and i don't know if we ever will to be honest with you she was like one in a million and funny in the 40s she and her husband settled in Streetsville. Streetsville, of course. Uh, what up, Streetsville? What up, Streetsville? Being down the road, being a part of Mississauga. Yeah. So she, like, literally lived and uh, and breathed Mississauga. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about Hazel McCallion is she always, <laughs> always, always, always gave us time on the Raza Mocha show. Uh, she put up with so much of our nonsense over the years. Even like, though uh, I am sure she has <laughs> no idea what the hell Erasmoka 
<laughs> Actually is. But still answered her phone every single time we called. Yeah. Every single time damn Maury's name popped up on the call display. Yeah, she and, was a gamer. She really was. And she knew. Uh, so if I could, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to go back and play. We have here like a, a montage of all the times that uh, <laughs> Hurricane Hazel was being polite and answering questions from Dammit Mori. Have you outlived all your friends? Well, no, not all by any means, but I've outlived quite a few people. If you were to sing a song while you washed your hands, what song would you sing? You Are My Sunshine. Oh, how does that go? <laughs> okay, uh, I have, to, I have something on the stove. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. What would you say has been your biggest accomplishment in 100 years? A lot of important things happened during my life. I enjoyed being there in the street so I enjoyed being in the private sector. You, you look back and every part of your life uh, is of importance and significance. How long would it take you to cross the Great Lakes on a paddleboard. First of all, I don't swim, so somebody would have to put me in a boat. And then what you need to do into the microphone is you just need to say, turn down for what? I don't know what you mean by that. Turn down. What is your secret <laughs> to living that long? Well, working hard, uh, exercising. Uh, I was involved in a lot of sports. I ate a lot of fish. I was born on the Gaspy Coast, and I drank unpasteurized milk. Will you sing with me? Yep. All right, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Will you say me? Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear. Hazel. How young do you feel? I don't feel any older than 39. <laughs> All joking aside, you're older than sliced bread. Yes, I <laughs> That's right. Jeez, we love you. The world loves you. You've been an incredible asset to this country and this world. Thank you. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Hazel, I love you. <laughs> thank you. Now, who, who is calling? I didn't get your name. Oh, my name is Maury, and I'm with the Roz and Mocha Show. We talk every year. Don't you remember? No. Oh. You, you I'm sorry. I, I get a lot of calls. <laughs> You guys are like the lowest on the list of people what I need a, to remember. What a, oh, what a woman. Hurricane My God. Hazel McCallion. Yo, uh, you will be missed and we love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There's a wild story about this woman who, guys, she's retired and guys keep showing up at her house like looking for sex. And because I guess that they think that that's like some sort of brothel or something like this, but it's just a regular house. Like it's just, she just lives there, but it got out. I don't know how. Maybe at one time it was? I don't think so. I think that they go on and like pay and then somebody maybe gives them a bad address or whatever the hell it is. But anyway, this woman has now been dealing with a stream of guys showing up at her house. How can a man go to a house in a neighborhood thinking they're going to get sex? As many hookers and prostitutes are out there, go get one. Leave me alone. Some sex website that nasty old men go and look for sex they pay venmo for the services and then they get my address and they come here oh. yes i have my smith and wesson 357 oh, magnum damn. loaded four inch barrel next to me and i answer the door with it so these guys go on a website and they venmo money and then Holy. the address that these 
guys get is just like her address. Yeah. Oh. Even she has a sign on her front, uh, on the grass, <laughs> right when you're approaching yeah. the house that says in bright orange letters, Kelly does not live here. Oh. Because one of the two names that's given or the one that comes up the most right. when guys are, are showing up is that Kelly. I'm here to see Kelly. Right. So what this woman did was provide um, an example of an interaction she's had with someone who's shown up and rings her, her ring doorbell and her exchange <laughs> yeah. with that individual. Okay. Excuse me. supposed to meet someone here or no? Which name? Uh, Rhonda. Uh, for uh, <laughs> drugs or sex? Um, second one. <laughs> well, you know what? This is a bait house and you have about 10 seconds to get away from it or the cops are going to get you. So this guy, oh first God. of all, you hear the, one? the nervousness in his voice when he's like, oh, the second one. And then when she says the cops are going to be here, he throws both of his hands up in the air and no, runs does away. Does he? Does he? Rhonda. Rhonda? <laughs> Rhonda. Excuse me. You're supposed to meet someone here or no? Which name? Uh, Rhonda? Uh, for uh, drugs or sex? Right here. Um, second one? <laughs> well, you know what? This is a bait house, and you have about 10 seconds to get away from it, or the cops are going to get you. Um, um, the second one? <laughs> but the, guys. Hey, you know what? I feel sort of bad for the guy because now his voice is everywhere. What do you mean wow. you feel? You sort of feel bad for the guy. Listen, you make a transaction and, you know, you expect it to all work out for you. The, that You're not going to Venmo Rhonda and she's going to send you off to a Nana's house. Um, and now his voice is all over the news. <laughs> Funny because a lot of the, it's surprising too, a lot of the video evidence that she's supplied to this news station yeah. from her door cam, mm -hmm. like a lot of the encounters are like during the day. Oh, really? Midday. Work hours. Yes. Yeah. There's one guy that showed up, like, in his, it looked like his work truck. Yeah. Extra long lunch. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Reading this story uh, right before we jumped on the radio mm -hmm. about this 18 year old in Ottawa who won the lottery. She went to buy scratch tickets as a gift for a friend for her birthday and decided to buy one for herself as yeah. well. It was like instant bingo. And she scanned and won 50 grand. Oh, not fair. Okay? Yeah. So she's 18, and in order to claim her prize, she needed two pieces of identification. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the first piece, the article that I read did not say what the first piece of identification was or what the only identification was that she had, but she didn't have a driver's license. Mm -hmm. So she went out, took her driving test, <laughs> passed it, yeah. <laughs> just so that she could claim her $50,000 really? lottery winnings. Yes. Couldn't she Jeez. use a passport or something? Maybe she doesn't have a passport. It's probably faster to get uh, her driver's license. Yeah, maybe. See, this is the thing. My, Matthew, my husband, doesn't have his driver's license. Yeah, it's difficult. All those yeah. years when I didn't have mine, it, yeah. it became extremely difficult. Yeah, because to... for certain things, you need two pieces of ID. Yeah, right? and it's just... And, and then some places will... Cause, and I also had one of the old health cards. Mm -hmm. Oh, right? the red and white ones. The red and white ones. I still have yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah, it probably doesn't work, Maury. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they, they burn those things all the time. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't have a health card with my picture on it and I didn't have a driver's license. So my only piece of ID was my passport. Mm-hmm. And it was really difficult in times when I needed two pieces of ID. Don't they have those cards? Like if you don't have a driver's license... Yeah. Like an identity card. Yeah, yeah the That's identity card, has. right? Yeah. It just it looks like a driver's license, but it's not. I've never actually seen an identity it's card. Purple. What does it look like? It's purple. But what is it for? Like, it's just It's just uh, It just has your address on it, your picture. Yeah. As M- Mocha said, it looks like a driver's license. But it's people, just another but, form of ID. But people accept those? Yeah, yeah. they have they? to. It's yeah. government issue. Yeah. So back to this girl here who won the law, the $50,000. You had said that she was buying her friend a scratch ticket for her birthday. Correct. And also happened to buy herself one at the same time. Correct. Now, did she specifically give the friend the one that she bought that was intended for the friend? Or did they both go in the purse and then no, one made so it into the card and then... the When she bought the ticket, yeah, she scratched it right then and there on the spot mm. inside the store and then scanned and saw that she won. If okay. it was a losing ticket, it would see that's a good question though, that she bought two, she had two in her hand. Mm-hmm. Who knew which one's for the friend? If I was the friend, I'd be like, you kind of own well, She bought, she, <laughs> the intention was to buy one for the friend, right? So yeah. maybe she picked out the one for the friend first and was like, you know what, since I'm here, I might as well pick another one. So the second one mm-hmm. is what she probably picked for herself, scratched that one, saw it was the 50 grand winner. Hey, yeah, you lose, man. Yeah, but no, but the friend or, now or gets she, nothing. Or she went in going, I'm going to get her a scratch ticket. And then she's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll get one for myself. And then walked up to the counter and said, I'll have two. Mm. Oh, right. That's the thing. Yeah. So you don't know which out of the two she picked out was the original intended gift. Yeah, well, we know the one that didn't win. Loser. Right? If I was the friend, I'd be right? like, you kind of owe me like at least a grand. No, the one that didn't, you get the one that doesn't win. That's the yeah. way it works. That's the way, that's the way friendship works. Mari, happy birthday. <laughs> no, happy birthday, loser. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, James Gunn is set to release at least part of his uh, outlook for the DC universe today. I saw people are freaking out. I know. Uh, DC universe has been trending all night. Or part of yesterday and all night. One thing that we know will not happen, though, is that uh, Dave Batista will not be heading to the DC universe to play Bane because that was his big goal was Dave Batista wanted to be Bane. He's like, I am Bane, right? Yeah, he really is, size-wise. And he's been talking about that for, like, I feel like a while, A long time, yeah. And he just confirmed that it's not happening. So what he said was, for the DC Universe to be revived, you need to start from scratch, which is what James Gunn is doing. And he said, I don't think at this point in my career I can bring justice to Bane anymore. I don't know if I could handle the physical part. Oh, yeah. Because this is something that is going to most likely be the next 10 years yeah. of his life or Multi-movie. so, right? Multi-movies. And they, How old is Batista now? Well, I mean, I, like, like wrestler, age is, wrestler age is different than regular age, right? 
Oh, I was, for sure. Like, I was watching that. My God. Like, what was that thing on the other night that you jabronis were all watching? Royal Rumble. Hold on a Royal second, Rumble. He's 54, by the way. 54. Yeah, he, sure. can't, he can't do Bane. No. No. Uh, yeah, what about Royal Rumble? Bro, first Whatever, of all. Whatever, dude. You were watching, so too. Boring. You hit up the group chat. So boring. You no, it wasn't. Uh, what, what, that last you... fight. I watched, I watched the last bit of the last what? fight. With right? the bloodline? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it was so boring. What? what? Uh, it took you... forever. It was just dragging and dragging. From what part did you but start I watching? But I did watch that one guy with all the tattoos. Roman Reigns? Slam the chubby guy's head right against the middle stairs. That was the last one. Yeah, like, I thought I witnessed the homicide. Like, like he really he really slammed his head against the metal stairs twice. Yeah. Anyway, and then it just fizzled into boringness and you couldn't hear anything. Uh, and it was it's just, called storyline? It's not storyline. It was just a bunch of guys standing around and then it was just, it oh. was it was such an anticlimactic win. <laughs> what? Like, I don't understand. The, the pin was just so, it was <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, it was not, right, this, guy, this jabroni, I don't know what <laughs> he's know, even saying. You were like, <laughs> ah, so fired close. Up. You were so close to being invited to the wrestling group. Look at you guys right now. I had my head, I had I had my whole button my hand on invite for you, Roz. <laughs> This guy is nuts. Tony, You're so Tony, easy. You're Tony, so Tony. easy, you two. Yo, you might get sweet shit music oh, yeah. right now, yo. It's so <laughs> easy. Both of you. <laughs> Boring. Wait, you just don't understand. <laughs> I'm sweating over here. I know you are. I can well, tell. So loaded right now. There's like, there, oh my Shut, like so much. I just want to like delve into it right yeah, now. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and explain <laughs> to I'm me. Out. I don't need it. I want to nerd out right now. Like, oh, why was so the significance of what happened on Saturday night? Like, bro, no. Dramatically, no. okay, okay, a lot. You didn't even hey, need to say too. anything. Look at it's like you the, guys. the facial expressions oh of my, everybody, so fired the body up. language. Oh, the body language. Bro, my heart is racing right yeah, now. I know. I'm so <laughs> angry. <laughs> I swear. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Arlene. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Why don't you tell everyone why you are on Fix My Life? For sure, yeah. When it comes to my career, do I listen to my heart or my family? Wow. You wrote this. Razumoka fixed my life. I just graduated and I'm currently working a part-time job related to the career path I chose, but I've been feeling pressured from my parents, family members, and friends to find a full-time job that may not be related to the job I really want to do. I don't know if I should just stick it out until something comes along or find another job that would probably provide more stability, quote-unquote. Hmm. Arlene, how old are you? I am 24 years old. 24, and what is the career that you chose? Um, I currently work at a church as a youth minister. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what your, your part-time job is then? Yes. Okay, and what is your 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 family, or what's your the advice that you're getting from everyone, like to change up? Um, honestly, like anything, really. They just they don't think that my job pays enough, and they think I'm at that point in my life where I, I need a full time job, which would I guess be the next step in my life um, on the way to you know saving up and whatever that may be uh, for the future. What do you want to do? 
I mean, ultimately, I, I do want to work in a church and, and continue in ministry. Um, but I guess the job listings for that are kind of slim. Like, I don't even know that job market. Like, how many, like, what are you waiting for? Like, you want to be like a minister at a church kind of thing? Is that the deal? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm currently doing. But my hours are, are still technically part-time. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I'm waiting for for a job in the same, like, I guess as a youth minister as well, but with better hours. What does that pay? I don't even know what a minister um, makes. I mean, I I would say better than minimum wage, but yeah. you would say, or you just like, do you know or you don't know? I mean, it is. It's it's okay. better than minimum wage, but it's okay. not a high paying job. And, and how often do those jobs uh, become available? Um, from what I've seen, I would say maybe a posting once every few months here and there. Okay, yeah. and is that just in the city that you're in, or is that like across the country? It's like across Ontario, I would say. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. So so you're not making enough right now to survive, right? Yes. Right. Don't you just work Sundays? Um, no. I mean, oh. I, I work weekdays as well. Bro, the Lord works 24-7, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you that. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so you don't make enough to live, and your family is concerned uh, about you because they think that you're just sitting around waiting for a position to open up where you could then be a minister at uh, some Ontario church uh, and then possibly move away. But as it is right now, they know the realities, which is those jobs are few and far between. And are you even qualified for those jobs yet? Yes. You are. Okay. So so they get it. But right now, how much of your life, as far as your expenses, are you relying on other people for? Um, I wouldn't say I'm relying on anyone right now. You're paying your own way for everything? Yes. Where do you live? Well, with my parents. But okay. I, I pay okay. rent to my parents. <laughs> okay. 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 You pay rent okay. to your parents. All right. Yeah. How much are you paying them in rent? A lot of my paycheck. Okay. But what, what a month are you paying for your, your, your rent with your parents? Around 700 okay. okay. So just so you know, right, you know that like if you move out, you are not even coming close to finding a place for $700 a month. 100%. Okay. Okay. So, so what is the plan then in your mind to help offset that? So you're working part-time right now at the church. Are you like on the hunt for, let's say, another part-time job to make a little extra cash? Yeah, I have been. Um, I think I've, I've kind of just been putting off kind of looking for a part-time job that's not related to it. I mean, I feel like that's dumb, but like I, I feel like in my mind that feels like a step back from mm-hmm. kind of reaching my, my goals, I guess. So I've kind of been putting that off. So I think that you have to look at the what is in front of you. And I think that what your family is concerned about, it's not where you are now, but it's a best case scenario type situation, right? So if you, if everything works out for you and you go from being a youth minister to an actual minister at a church, I think that what they're looking at is even if everything works out for you, you're still going to be having financial difficulty for life. That makes sense. (laughs) Unless you're going to be like one of those shady ministers, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Take a little extra extra, right? I think that that's what they're worried about. I think that they're worried about your overall choice of direction in life because financially to them, they don't see where you come out of this as a, like an adult who is able to sustain a life. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's tough. That's tough for, 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 for parents to look at, you know, that you've, you've, you know, decided to go in a, down a road that is never going to sort of get you out of your parents' basement. Makes sense. So does it offer, does this conversation offer any type of clarity? I mean, it does. Yeah. I guess it motivates me to kind of look for another part-time job in the meantime. You're going to need to do that. Yes. You got to make some money, Arlene. And probably for the rest of your life. All right. Okay. Start looking around. Yeah, start looking around. Get out there. doesn't mean you have to give up on this, but you got to be able to sustain yourself. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for reaching out, Arlene. Thank you. Can All I right. answer the question? Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? <laughs> Hands down, pants down, without a shadow of doubt, Mr. Roz Weston. Oh, look at that. The Lord working in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Arlene. Love you guys, too. Thank you love so much. Bye. Bye, love. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Can you guys please explain to me yeah. who? Yes. Because I'm seeing her name pop up all over the place right now because of this movie that's coming out on Friday. Who is Rita Moreno? Oh, Rita Moreno is, oh my God, like she's, what, what was it? West what, Side Story. West Side One Story. Day at a time, Singing in the Rain. West Side Story was really the thing that turned her into a legend. She was on the Academy Awards a couple of years ago, right? Was that it? Yeah. And everybody just like lost their mind mm. because she's so influential in that world that like anybody who has ever stepped on a stage like bows at the feet of Rita Moreno. She's also an EGOT, one of the few EGOT Yes, winners. one of the very few mm. EGOT winners. Yeah. So she's in this new movie called 80 for Brady. Oh, oh my God, I love this movie <laughs> so Which is much. out on Friday. The other names, uh, I know I know who Lily Tomlin is. I yeah. know Sally Field. I know Jane Fonda. <laughs> Billy Porter. Um, 80 for Brady, inspired by the true story of four best friends living to the fullest when they take a wild trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their hero, Tom Brady. But they're all old, right? Like, that's but the whole thing, is they're all old ladies. The old ladies who are, like, right? huge this is like fans our, of Tom they, Brady. They watch the Super Bowl every year together, and it's like, this is our last chance. You know, we're, we're old. We've got to go. <sighs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like, um, it's a senior road trip movie. Right. <laughs> right, and they're all, like, in love with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And obviously, Tom Brady is uh, is in the movie. He's got to be in the movie. He's right? one of the, it's it's like, he's, he's, he produced it, right? Yeah. One yeah. of the producers on the movie. Yeah. So, Dan and Maury talked to uh, Rita Moreno oh, for no. 80, uh, 80 for Brady. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but the, the line of the movie goes to you. And you said the line of the movie when you said, so when are you going to retire? Off camera, did Tom Brady give you any information on what his future holds? No, of course not. We had no idea. In fact, let me tell you something. We had to rewrite. We, I mean, the writers had to rewrite the ending of the movie when he decided to uh, unretire. We had another (laughs) ending to the movie. And then suddenly one day we all hear that he is going back into the game. And we had to literally, not we, but the writers, had to rewrite a whole new ending, which I love. I I must say, it's funnier and better than the original one. I didn't even think about that. Rita Moreno's 91? 91 years old. Holy hell. This is Dan Mori talking to Rita Moreno. Uh, from the 80 for Brady movie. We have to talk about this year's Super Bowl. Will you be watching, and how do you think Rihanna will do during the halftime show? I think Rihanna will be fantastic, of course. I mean, she's never been anything but, 
And uh, I just, I just want to see who's going to win the Super Bowl. It sure isn't Tom Brady, and boy, I bet he's very unhappy about that. <laughs> because of this movie, do you get to go to the Super Bowl? Yes. No, but you know what we got? We got as a gift, or the four of us got as a gift, Super Bowl rings. Like real ones? We got Super Bowl rings made by the people who make those rings. Holy I almost, I, I swear, I almost wet my, my knickers. <laughs> That's really cool, Rita. That's incredible. Oh, it, it's it's beyond cool. It's crazy. Ninety-one years well, old. There's a there's a certain there's a there's a there's a certain type of woman that still says knickers. You know what I mean? I love her. She Rocky. got to go into the locker room like, yeah. in this movie with uh, all those girls. But it was uh, it's Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin, and Sally Field in a road trip movie to see the Super Bowl. This movie was absolutely incredible. I'm getting emotional talking about it now. It was so so good, and getting to talk to you is oh, a dream. You come have true. made. You know what? You're the last interview I've had this morning, and I have to say, it was, it's the best one of all. I'm so happy you feel that way. It is that good a movie, isn't it? Well, it really, really is, and I hope everybody sees it. And Oh, I'm crying. Thank you. <laughs> Maury. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, are your eyes wet? They re- Yes, they are, and <laughs> I, I love you, Rita. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to be loved by you. I want to be, be loved, loved by, by you. you. <laughs> And only you, I want to be loved by you alone. Boop, boop, be do. <laughs> boop, boop, be do. There you go. <laughs> that is uh, Rita Moreno. The new movie is called 80 for Brady. It is in theaters on Friday. Did you lie to a 91-year-old and tell her that it was your favorite movie? No, I actually really love this movie. I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie. <laughs> okay, so the answer is yes. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. We got this to do. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, beginning of the month, which means it is now time to look back real quick at uh, the first month of the year. Shem, executive producer of the Roz and Mocha Show, also in charge of the Roz and Mocha monthly recaps. Mm-hmm. All right. It's been a full year that we've been Damn. doing this now. Shem taking a look back at, uh, at the month. And putting some of the big stories which is in good. the world and on the show to song. Which is good because January is always a blur. I- I'll right? tell you, uh, I've done, it's not my 13th one, I guess yeah. you could say. This was the hardest to do. It's a blur, right? Yeah, I mean, I went away, we were, you know, we vacations and it was just, yeah, I was all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, very uh, good month. Yeah, real good money. Weren't you drunk for like a week of it? I was drunk for a week of it. <laughs> yep. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and for the first time ever, this one produced mm-hmm. by our very own DJ Climax. Oh, nice. Taking on the production wow. duties for the Razamoka January recap, written and performed by Shem. You're not going to hear this remix anywhere else. It's a DJ Climax exclusive on KISS. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, world. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Nearly every single night, the Raptors don't look right. That team makes me scream and shout. Rolling Stones, they annoyed. Celine's got a good voice. Drama with the speaker of the house. Carol. 
asking where is her husband? Thank God Jeremy Renner is fine. Vince McMahon is back. How crazy is that? I'm so sick of winter time. Best wishes to Damar Hamlin. The Bills lost, but they had a good run. And uh-oh, this month's been crazy. Stamper's hairy. I bet Shem will come in first. Say it ain't so. Man. No more panic at the disco. Uh-oh, Hazel McCallion. Lisa uh-huh. Marie, man, I swear their deaths hurt. No, 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 no. New bachelor season. The menu was so weird. <laughs> man, this recap's a good one. <laughs> Yo, there listen, for yeah. someone who said that you didn't good. have a lot to work with, I didn't for even the know month. there was a new bachelor. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that. that's amazing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Will Smith jumped back on IG. Oh, yeah? Yesterday with a big announcement. Um, He was filming himself driving to a destination. He gets to the destination. It's someone's house. Mm -hmm. Knock on the door. And he slaps him in the face. Uh, No. Oh, (laughs) damn. Door opens up. It's Martin Lawrence, and they make this announcement. Hey, it's about that time. It's about that time, It's y'all. official, y'all. Y'all know what it is, right? It's official. Let's Bad boys for life. life, baby. That's for right. For life. Well, we did four. We did... Uh, but it's still bad boys but for it's life. It's for life. But the third one, we t- <laughs> oh, the third well, one was, was it was called Bad Boys for we should life. Call, we should like we shouldn't have called it that hey, though. It's life. It's like the three was the three was the E. The E three was, was the, the E. The three was the But this is Bad Boys Four. It's official. That's right, y'all. <laughs> so they are making Bad Boys Four. Yeah. Uh, no release date has been set. It's just in early um, pre-production. That movie's gonna make a ton of money right now. Of course yeah. it will. Yeah. All those movies. This is the the this is the perfect thing for. I mean, not and it's literally it's gonna be two years before it comes out. But it's too bad that he didn't have Bad Boys in the can. After all that, because mm-hmm. after the controversy, Will Smith came out with with Emancipation, which was like, like that. What's not the best rehab movie for a guy going through yeah, what he, he went a blockbuster. through? Oh, if, if he had Bad Boys lo- like locked down, oh my but god! But that was the thing, though. Right before the Oscar slop, like it was already rumored that they were going to be making yeah. a fourth Bad Boys, and then it got shelved. Yeah, immediately, Everything. and then like a bunch of his other projects, all of them. Had uh, had been shelved, yeah. right? But I guess maybe they figure enough time has passed, and by the time they start filming and get ready to to re-release, the yeah. world will welcome Will Smith. It'll make a ton of money. That's the audience you need, yeah. right? Like you yeah. need the bad boys audience. So there you go. Uh, if you're a fan of that franchise, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are back with a fourth installment of Bad Boys, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ain't no sunshine when you're... Wow. Um, thank you, Shem. Really You'd appreciate well that. Um, 84% of adults say that they are financially responsible. <laughs> 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 however, there's a lot of howevers in this. So again, 84% of people say that they are financially responsible when it comes to things like credit scores and savings and staying on top of uh, all your expenses. Uh, 50% say uh, they struggle with unnecessary spending. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
40% struggle to remember to pay bills on time. Yeah. 35% of all adults admit that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. Oh, no. Geez. What the hell? 35% of adults hmm. say that their parents are paying or contributing to at least one of their bills. I mean, I would love that. You would take that you would take Frank's money? Your uh, dad's money? He made me. No, 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 no. You're how, you're how old? You're almost 50 years old. I am not. I'm almost 45. No. Mm -hmm. the, you're 50. You're, you're 50. No, this yeah. June, I'm 45. Yeah, uh-huh. So hold on. <laughs> Closer so to 50 than 40. If Frank were to say, hey, son, yeah. let me start paying for, I don't know, whatever, your cable bill, yeah. right? Your cable bill. Your Rogers Internet. You're yeah. 45. Right? I'd probably start crying and be like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes, you would please. accept, right? Absolutely. Now, would you tell Matthew that Frank was kicking in or no? Not your, your husband. No. You wouldn't tell no, your husband. No, you wouldn't. Because no. he wouldn't allow me to take it. Thank you, because he's reasonable. Oh, man, he's reasonable. Poor Frank. I would take the money for my bills and not take a Christmas present for the next five years. I think that's a fair trade. But then what are you going to tell Matthew when he says to I know, you, I know, hey, I know, uh, I know. isn't it weird that Frank never gave you a Christmas present? And I would say tough times. Or I would then I would tell him, I'd say, you know what? We've made a deal that he's paying for the cable bill yeah. in exchange for Christmas presents. And for how much is years. the cable bill every month, Maury? Every month it's like 150 bucks. Okay, so do the what math. What kind on, of do, bill? Hold on, what? Because it's for phone. the same company. How is mine... Way more expensive so, than that. So wait a second. It's, like, it's all bundled. Internet. So you want your dad to spend $1,800 a year paying your cable bill in lieu of buying you one Christmas present. When is the last time your father spent $1,800 on your Christmas present? I said Christmas presents for the next five years. But he's presumably paying your cable bill every year as well. Right. Oh, so it's $1,800 a year. Right, yeah. I, it's called math. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you're 45 and need your father to pay your bills for you. <laughs> Shem, when's the last time you had a family member pay a bill or oh. help out? Because we, we've all been in a position where we were at the age of where somebody helped out, right? <sighs> Man, I'm, I'm 35 now. Yeah. So... I, like, I, I think I had, like, a loan, like, maybe, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, when I was, like, 25, maybe? Helped, helped I used to borrow money from my grandmother. <sighs> That's elder abuse, man. Yeah, a big time. Like it really is. Taking money from yes. a pensioner? Right. You know what I mean? She's got a fixed income. Uh-huh. Right? You can't ask. You, like, you make good money, Yes, Mari. you do. We you pay you well. Amazing I, said, I told her. I'm like, Nana, I'll pay you back. Oh, my God. Now you're IOUs? waiting out the clock. Yeah. How many IOUs in that drawer? <laughs> <laughs> right? The drawer won't close. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Sophia, hello. Welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show. How's it going? Good. How are you, Mocha? Doing great. How's life? Excellent. I have the kiddos in the car. We're like sitting in the school parking lot because they didn't want to miss this. Oh, okay. Um, here is the question that Sophia has for us. Mm -hmm. Actually, directed more towards you. Okay. Um, my eight-year-old daughter who is uh, basically going on 15, wants to know if Roz allowed Roxy, his daughter, to watch Stranger Things and similar shows when she was eight. She is obsessed with wanting to watch all the current popular shows like Wednesday and other PG-14 shows, and I don't think she's ready. At eight? No. No. Uh, and, and Did you it hear that, Maddie? <laughs> 
we so okay so what we did with with rocks was she was about i'm trying to think of how old she was um maybe she was around nine or ten ish kind of thing and we started season one of stranger things we got about three episodes in and then we were like no and one of the reasons was because just visually, like, there's just so much going on that mm-hmm. I don't know what, what she's going to take away and what she's not going to take away. But what we realized is that shows like Stranger Things, she um, she didn't enjoy them on the level that they should have been enjoyed, yeah. right? Because she wasn't really interested in those types of relationships, right? She didn't understand the relationships of the people in the show at, uh, at something like nine. So we hit a hard pause on Stranger Things. And didn't revisit Stranger Things until she was, I think, like twelve. Mm, there you go. Right, and yeah. then and then we and then and then we burned through all the seasons. We binge Stranger Things last year, and she loved it. Like when you're like a proper tween, that sort of like twelve, thirteen year old kind of thing. That those are your Stranger Things years. Yeah, right. I think eight years old. To be honest with you, Sophia, like. Yes. My opinion is that eight is too young for those shows. Absolutely. I, yeah. I allowed her, just because I couldn't take the incessant questions, I said, watch the trailer, see how you feel watching the trailers. You know, yeah. they show the trailers on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she was scared. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Maddie, I know I said I wouldn't say it, but I, I'm nervous. And, and I don't know if, like, you know, any of her friends, like, the problem is some of her friends in her class, like, the parents may let them watch these shows and or movies, right? So she's hearing mm. it from them and like, okay, well, what am I missing out on? But I think eight, you got it. I yeah. think eight is eight, eight years old is a little bit too young for this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a few. Even Wednesday. Wednesday's a dark show. It's yeah. really, really good, but it's a dark show. And again, it's like you just won't fully understand the sort of nuance and the relationships and everything else. Like these are great shows, and you want your kid to appreciate them as great shows, right? Like that's why we held back so many movies uh, from Roxy. Even though they were appropriate, we just sort of started introducing things um, as we felt that she could appreciate them and and love them for what she should love them for. Uh, But we but rocks really loved um, uh, Lock and Key, which Mm -hmm. is sort of like Stranger Things, only a little bit tamer. I would still say nine is too young for Lock and Key. Um, and then uh, Home Before Dark is another really great show on Apple TV, I believe it is, about a yep. kid about a kid detective, um, which, you know, 10, 11, oh. you, could, you can sort of get into that show. It gets a little bit dark, but it's sort of like, a, it's, it's very much like a kid detective show. Um, so that was, that was okay. But again, eight is a really sort of tough age, right? Yeah. Like eight is you're just getting into those sort of deeper, you know, uh, storylines in shows that you really have to just make sure she knows what's going on as you're watching them. Okay. Oh, well, thank you so much. Does that make you feel a little bit better about your decision? You know what? It really did. I'm hoping that Maddie, because she loves you guys so much and my son. So I think, and she, she, for sure, I think it's going to take both of your opinions mm-hmm. and maybe stop asking mom and dad every five minutes. What and do you, you think, know, babe? Sophia, there are like a ton of websites that you can go to um, where you can look up the, the title of a TV show or a movie and it will give you as a parent a breakdown on things like how scary an episode is, um, yeah. you know, like how violent uh, an episode is or like swear words yeah. or inappropriate language, stuff like that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we used to use common sense media a whole lot. 
Okay. Uh, which was which was okay, really great. Yeah. Hey, you know what's a great show that you could probably introduce her to and she would probably love it is a series of unfortunate events. Oh. There's that, uh, there's there's three there's three seasons. Netflix, I think, right? Yeah, it's Netflix. Yeah. There's, Netflix? there's yeah, it's okay. on it's on Netflix. Um there's there's three seasons and it's really, really, really great. I think that at nine she will probably maybe appreciate it. It might be a little bit too old, um, but the whole cast is like kids kind of thing, right? Like around around that age. But that was one of Roxy's sort of first favorite shows was a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we're definitely going to try that yeah. for sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure if you do this on the podcast, but I'm going to ask anyways. Yeah. Are you able to ask who our favorite is? Uh, you got or it. Sophia. Really uh, between <laughs> Roz and Mocha, Sophia, who is your favorite? I'm going to have to say Roz. Thank you. Because as oh. much as I love both of you so, so much, um, Roz, he kind of looks like my hubby. Um, and I just, I just think you're, you're, you're kind. So is Mocha, obviously. I think you're kind, and I think you just give really great advice, sometimes <laughs> even if it's tough, love advice. Okay. And I think Why that's you, really important. Hold on a second. Sophia, what you can't see in here is Roz shaking his head and rolling his eyes. She's saying all these wonderful things about you. I, I know, I know. Like, I know. why? Because, you just can't take a compliment? Because, no, because it's never just a compliment. It's always like, okay, Ooh. so I, I like Roz for this. I mean, I like Mocha for that, too. Like, <laughs> like there's no... You know what I mean? Like, that's why nothing ever feels great after the explanation. <laughs> that's what she said. Yo, Sophia, have a wonderful day. Maddie, be good. Okay. okay. All right. Love Bye, you guys. Love. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Groundhog Day. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of hogs, man. Said that before. <laughs> Groundhog Day. Um, yeah, and what a hell of a day, too, going into, like, the coldest couple of days of the year. Bro, that's going to be so cold. It's so cold. <laughs> None of these hawks is coming out of the... No, no, it's a terrible, their homes, terrible day to do it. Right? Leave them. Just assume that we're getting six more weeks of winter. Yeah. All right? Just say that. Although, like, what the hell is it supposed to be next week? We're supposed, it's supposed to warm up next week. Oh, like, Sunday, it's supposed to be three degrees. Yeah. Saturday is supposed to be five. But, like... Tomorrow, it's a wind chill of minus 28. Yeah. Polar vortex is like, what up? I'm back, bitches. I don't do well in that kind of weather. Why? Same. Yeah, it's just not, I don't know. I don't think anybody does. No, there's some people that love it. Really? Yeah, there's some maniacs out there that no, love the thanks. cold, that love the winter. Ugh, no. It's not for me. I, when it gets that cold, I just don't want to do anything. I want to no. stay in the house. Yeah. If the dogs but it's need cool to, when you're inside because then you can warm up with a hot chocolate or under a blanket and stuff like that. What kind that. of grown man warms up with a hot chocolate? This one, I'm having one right now. No, but Sh- like I at home. Shem loves hot chocolate. You sit at home drinking hot chocolate? Mm. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. All the time. Do you? Yeah. I have three <laughs> tins of hot chocolate. <laughs> Jeez, that's Laura three. Secord, William Sonoma. Did you Milo? What's Milo? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Oh. Milo was the junk yeah. back in the day. What's, what is that? I don't know what that is. What's Milo? Oh, isn't that powdered stuff? Yeah, that's like, oh, would you fa- fair to say it's like, um, like Caribbean hot chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it spicy? And, and, and nope. No. And uh, Ovaltine as yeah, well. Yeah, Ovaltine. Oh, what are you, what are you, born in the 40s? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Yo, I don't know, that, that must have been like a, a UK thing. Like my folks, when they moved to, it's to Canada. It's an old people thing. From England, they went from Guyana to England to Canada. 
And they used to be all about Ovaltine and Milo. Bro, Ovaltine is very much an American thing. Is it really? Very much I, an American thing. I assumed thing. it was UK. No. Especially Milo. My, my dad used to call any hot chocolate Ovaltine. Really? Yes. Uh, but I found Ovaltine thinner than Milo. But again, <laughs> was I haven't had either of those since I was a kid. No, huh? Yeah. What's the superior hot chocolate these days? The Tim Hortons one? Like, as far as if you're going to buy a package or a can oh, and make I, it at home. I don't drink hot chocolate. Laura Secord so is my favorite. Laura Secord? Actually, I, although I do what like the What about Cadbury? Doesn't Cadbury make one? Yeah, but Nestle Quick with the little marshmallows is still a, a fun one. Laura oh, Secord. God, I haven't heard somebody even say Laura Secord. Seriously? No. Not a, no. I haven't seen, like... How long you had that can? Yeah. Since 97? <laughs> no, I just got it for Christmas. Like, Laura Secord always used to be, like, the joint at the malls, right? Mm, is yeah. it still? Is it still? Scarborough Town Center used to have one. Yeah, the Eaton oh, Center. No. They had, no, like, Union Eaton, like, Station right no. by the train. The Eaton Center Laura Secord, man, was, think, like, the spot. Like, at Christmas time, uh-huh. that Laura Secord counter? Oh. Yeah, moms and aunts everywhere. Oh, <laughs> my God. Those, the, the, the women behind that counter were on fire. No, I think the... <laughs> running uh, the, around. The new one that took over, or at least... At least I've seen a lot, maybe because we go there too much. Yeah. But Purdy's. What's Purdy's? Purdy's chocolates? Oh, no, yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know anything about chocolate. chocolate. I don't. Oh, Purdy. Is it good? <laughs> it is so good. Really? They make huh? hedgehogs, mm. chocolates. Um, what's the other one that they make with? Um, they look like turtles, Shem. Um, you know which ones I'm talking about? And they have. Um, <sighs> I know we used and to. And they have caramel in it. When Rocks used to drink hot chocolate. Sweet Georgia Brown. Sweet Georgia Brown. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think hazelnut maybe. Yeah. No. Uh, not the hazelnut. What's the other nut? Name a bunch of nuts. Walnut? These? Maybe macadamia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not these? <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, it's uh, crafted from roasted pecans. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure it's not these? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, when when rocks was heavy in the hot chocolate, we Catherine had this this thing, and it was a um, milk frother that you would buy. It's just a, its own little sort of canister, I guess, when you're making lattes and this kind of thing. Yeah. And so it's a milk frother. And we used to put the hot chocolate and milk in that and make her hot chocolate in that because oh. it would heat it up and mm-hmm. give it a little bit of foam. Yeah. And it was the best hot chocolate. Like, that was the only way that we were making hot chocolate. I have a pocket frother. Yeah? Where do you, where do you keep that? Oh, like in a drawer, but it's like a tiny little one. on your pocket? I, oh, <laughs> I just call it because it's a little tiny one, but I use it when I am making like a latte in the morning. Did you get that at D's? D's <laughs> <laughs> <These> nuts. Got it. Got it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Cole, how are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, good. <laughs> uh, Cole, you last joined us on Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life back in November, at the end of November. 
that is correct. So you wrote us at the time, and you was a real wild one, man. Um, you wrote, uh, hey, Razamoka, I just, I have a brand new newborn baby, and I'm engaged to my fiance. However, I've cheated on her not once, but five times. Also, not physically. Uh, I texted girls and got caught five times while she was pregnant. Now I'm kicked out of our apartment, but we're working towards fixing things in our relationship and for our daughter. Any suggestions? And I think if, if correct me if I'm wrong, what we had discovered in the call with you is that this wasn't so much a you on the phone DMing other women late at night and flirting and trying to hook up. This was something that you would do when you would get drunk and drinking was the issue, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is correct, yes. Okay. And you had said that you wanted to get help and you were trying to get help, but you couldn't get help. Um, according to you, at the time, places that you had reached out to or wanted to go to were a little bit too expensive. But then, you know, shortly after we got off the phone with you, we were inundated with texts from people who were like, there's all these free programs mm-hmm. all around the yep. place uh, that found. you could go to. <laughs> so, so what happened? What's the update? So... I'm a month free of drinking. Wow, hey, that's bro. amazing. Yes. Good wow. job, good job. Base, base, yeah, it's almost a month. So February yep. 5th, um, I did have a mistake uh, Christmas and on January 1st. It wasn't a mistake as in like involving girls. Mm-hmm. It was more of a mistake as me drinking. Yeah. And I was with my fiance both nights and that was the last straw. January 1st, the last straw and... You know, it was just, it's its not worth it. It's not worth losing my family over. It's not worth it. And, you know, I've been clean for about three weeks and it's been going good. She's working with me to try and get me into an AA program. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually with her right now. And how do you, how do you feel? I feel good. I feel a lot better because it's just more positive. Everything's just been more positive on my mind. Yeah. Nothing and- negative. And it's just been good. <laughs> are you are you getting any help from your family at all? My parents, big time. Like my dad tells, like my dad used to drink killer, like when he was younger. So he's telling me now how proud he is of me every single day. Oh, and, you know, I'm, I'm I'm grateful I have the support I have. I just didn't realize it, and yeah. And is this something that you and your your fiance are able to talk about? Like, is this something that you guys have an open line of communication? Yep. With? We, we literally just had like a nice conversation last night. Um, we're thinking about doing actually couples therapy together. Yeah. Just because um, we have difficulty talking to each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we just, we get into an argument and then sometimes we just, we don't know which one's going to end it. Which one's going to end the argument. Sometimes I throw the ball in and I'm like, you know what? It's done. We're not going to argue anymore. And I walk away. But then sometimes it just makes it worse. So yeah. we're trying to find someone that can be in the middle of it and just, talk about our problems with them and yeah there's a lot of resources out there as well right for you to uh to explore so and i found out that a lot of the programs are actually free so especially like the church churches and stuff like that so i was looking into going to uh an open aa group because that was something that's i i you guys when you guys mentioned listening to stories i feel like that's a good thing to do Mm -hmm. uh listening to everyone's experiences and stuff like that the only thing I ever got to see was my, my, my father. So that's the only experience I really know. And 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's when you when you hit that moment where you you figure out that like your story just isn't that unique, you know. And there's like a whole bunch of other people who are literally going through the exact same thing you are. And then you don't feel as isolated and then you tend to not isolate yourself because that's the, when you're sort of down in that hole, that's the, it's the easiest solution, right? Is to just, yeah. is to just cut yourself off and, you know, not even deal with it today, but maybe I'll deal with it tomorrow. And of course that gets pushed and that gets pushed and that gets pushed. But man, we're so proud of you. Yeah, and, man. and as you know, already, the only thing you got to do is just don't drink today, right? Yep, yep. Don't That's drink it. Today. Just don't drink today. <laughs> uh, do me a favor, real quick, Cole. You don't have to put her on the uh, on the radio or anything, but I want you to look at your fiance right now and uh, say to her what's in your heart. Hold on. Okay, babe. They want me to say one thing to you. They want me to say what's in my heart, and I really love you, and I am grateful you stayed, and I am grateful you're still here working with me, trying to make things better. We will do this for our family, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Can you talk so they can at least hear you? <laughs> <laughs> she said okay. All right. All right, buddy. <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you so much for the update and for joining us again on uh, Fix My Life, man. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great one. Much love to your family, Cole. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. You. Fabian, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? All right, and you? Good, man. Good. Um, Fabian, biggest Razamoka fan out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fabian yeah. grows weed. Yes, he does. Um, beautiful Part plants. Time. I know you, uh, yes, sorry. Not Part time. Part time. Right. Plumber by day. Yeah. Um, and then uh, farmer by, by hobby. Yeah. You had yeah. sent us on DM recently some beautiful pictures of plants or pictures of beautiful plants that you're growing. And then you, you texted us saying that you won some kind of an award? I'm getting nominated and I need help. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're nominated for an award. Yes. I'm what, nominated. What award? Yeah. Best online home grower. <laughs> <laughs> so did you apply yeah. to get nominated? Uh, Somebody nominated me. I got a message saying you've been nominated by people for uh, best online uh, home grower. Who's the, what's the organization? They're called Can Expo. They're having an expo here on March 24th. Oh, it's like a legit organization. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, do you yeah, know man. the, uh, the other people that you're competing against to get this award? Uh, no, I don't yet. Uh, oh, yeah, they're no today. They're, they're announcing everybody today on Instagram. I think. Okay, so how the oh, whole oh, Jesus the Christ. whole month of February <laughs> yeah. it will be opening open to voting, okay. and then they close it. I guess at March. Okay, so when you have a, I assume you'll get like some sort of link or something like that, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so what do you want people to do? Follow me on Family Trees 19 <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. DM me, DM me for the link, and I will send you the link and help get me to be the best online home grower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never like. I never thought this, this would so be a funny. thing. I never thought this would be like it's crazy. I, I never thought that like at some point during the show we would have like somebody calling up to get us to help them vote as being an online weed grower with a weed strain named after us. <laughs> you know, like, right. I, I've just, like, life takes turns, man. Yeah. How is the Razamoka right? weed growing, by the way? 
So far, so good. Actually, today, um, I'm going to get the clones that I made, and I'm going to put them in some little cups. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, all the big plants that I showed you guys, I'm going to put them into flower today. Wow. So within two, three weeks, we're going to start seeing some buds. Yeah. Oh, okay. There and then you when, you, when you smoke those? Uh, and that will, those should be ready in eight weeks from tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's a long time. So from, and when, I, when I flip them to flower tomorrow, from eight weeks from then, they'll be ready. Wow. Right. And I'm already getting DMs, guys. <laughs> already DMs, good. man. Good. Yeah, good. yeah man. Everybody's I respect like, the hustle. <laughs> yeah, man. Everybody's like, yo, I need some of that Razamoka cookies in my life. And I'm like, don't worry. When like, this batch is for everybody. I'm not like holding out on anything. Whoever wants, just meet me somewhere and get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing, bro. Meet me somewhere. It's yeah, so man, great. it is. It's, it's an so amazing great. time to be in right now, man. Yeah, so what a time to be alive. It. <laughs> it's yeah, awesome, man. man. It's awesome. You're doing all great. Right, Fabian, all the best. We're going to follow up because I want to know who you're going to be competing against. Right? And then, especially if you end up winning this year. Yeah, no, I'm going to have it. I'm, I'm already making a speech just in case. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm already making it. Yeah. Wait, right, so at right the event, when you... Yeah. When they announce, like, who the winner is, if you win, like, you get time up at a podium to give your speech? I don't I don't know. I'm just assuming I am and making a speech. I don't want to go up there, you know, empty-handed and not have anything like a deer in the headlights. You know what I'm saying? Yo, when's the event? March 24th. Okay. Guess what God. you're doing on March 24th, Maury? Yeah. You're coming you, to some yeah. Fabian. Oh, no way. That will be amazing, guys. Don't tease me. You think the Oscars are long. Could you imagine going to an awards show where every winner was a weed smoker? <laughs> <laughs> All those speeches? Yeah. <laughs> All right, baby. That's uh, a long walk to the podium. On Instagram, oh, once yeah. again, where can people find you? Family Trees 19 on Instagram. All right, All right buddy. Bro. We're going to check in with you again. Thanks, you, man. I love you guys. Have a great day, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. Ah! A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Uh, After concerned fans called the police on Britney Spears because she deleted her Instagram and they went to her house to do a wellness check. Uh, Britney went on Twitter to give this message to her fans. She says, uh, as everyone knows, the police were called to my home based on some prank phone calls. The police never entered my home. And when they came to my gate, they quickly realized there was no issue and left immediately. This felt like I was being gaslit and bullied once the incident made it to the news and being portrayed once again in a poor and unfair light by the media. During this time in my life, I truly hope the public and my fans who I care so much about can respect my privacy Moving forward, because mm. um, if the fans were great during the Free Britney thing, right? Yeah. Like they that the two documentaries were made and like stuff happened, like real like stuff happened, and she was really appreciative. But I think that there's a, a portion of those fans that just won't let go. Yeah. And now they're looking for something else. And, I mean, Britney deletes her Instagram all the time. She deleted, like, right before she got married, I think, like, the, the last time she did it. The fans are always at a state of, like, heightened panic. Yeah, and this is very much like, this is like when you hear about those swatting stories where people yes. people call the cops and say, hey, there's there's somebody being held captive in this house, and then the SWAT team shows up. That's pretty much what they've done with Britney was they're swatting her now mm-hmm. for really no apparent reason other than she decided to delete Instagram. Do we know how many phone calls were made? Don't I mean, know. obviously enough no idea. To, to get the cops over yeah, there. But. Yeah, no idea. Uh, a dog shot and killed his owner. What? Yeah. 
So I How? so I guess this guy was out on a hunting trip with one of his friends and they were driving back and the shotgun was in the back seat but propped up on the back of the console oh. and the German shepherd was also in the back seat just sort of roaming around and then at some point while he was driving the dog stepped on the trigger and shot him <laughs> Aren't there safe? I mean, I don't like, know anything about yes, guns, but aren't yes, there safeties on guns? Yes, and also, why even ha- even if even with no dog, why is the loaded gun in the yeah. back seat pointed at you? Where did where did it shoot him? Like in the back. Oh, Died instantly. The dog shot him. That's crazy. If there wasn't another person in that car, do you know how difficult this case would have been solved? I know, I know. Right? Yeah, the dog shot him. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, that other guy, the passenger. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, my God, now I got to tell, I got to try and convince police that the yeah, dog shot the dog him? Did it. That it wasn't me? They're going to go through my life, pull everything apart? <laughs> my internet? Yes. Search history? Yes. I haven't had a chance to clear my browser but Yeah, yet. man, that's scary as yeah, hell. Yeah, that's really scary. Oh, uh, the TTC is responding to that TTC operator on the uh, subway train the other day who sort of went rogue when they stopped trains on uh, on one of the lines because of who knows why could have been the weather it could have been somebody put through themselves on the tracks who knows why trains stop all the time but uh, but this is what the ttc operator was telling passengers as they were getting off the train subway service between ossington station and keel station if you'd like to voice your displeasure you should probably call the mayor's office, John Tory. He's the one who's in charge here. So you should probably call him and let him know what you think about this. There is no subway service currently between Ossington and Keel Station. If you head on upstairs, there's shuttle buses running. I do apologize for this inconvenience. I do apologize for the lack of communication for transit control. These guys really don't care what you guys are doing. Oh. So once again, folks, please watch your displeasure with the mayor's office and customer service. There's no subway service between Ossington and Kiel Station. So wow. the TTC says that they are aware of the incident and quote, this is not an appropriate way to advise customers on delays. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think they're going to fire the guy, but he'll definitely get written up. I appreciate stuff like this, to be honest with you. I really do. the union's going to protect him. Yeah, I really do. And also, for any time for those speakers to be crystal clear when someone's speaking. Yeah, I know. I know. Because it never used to be that way, right? It used to be awful. I used to always sound like this. But this was perfectly clear. This is HD. This was like 8K. But listen, I don't know what's gonna I don't know what's gonna happen to the guy, but I appreciate this stuff. Like if I call somewhere where I have a complaint or whatever, and I'm dealing with somebody who is frontline where where they are the ones that bear the brunt of the rage of the customers. Like these drivers, you know, when they're getting on and off those trains and people walking by them, they're the ones that get stuff oh, said to sure. them when the when the they're when the, the, face system, all, they're right? the face of everything. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, I really appreciate it. Like if I if I'm complaining to someone or if I have a problem with something, I really appreciate when the person who works for the company goes, Hey, listen, I'm not the one that sets the price. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not the one that comes up with this policy. I will be happy to give you the number of the person at the top to call. I recommend you doing that. Bring it up the chain way beyond me. I appreciate that from yeah. somebody. Yeah. As opposed to give me the runaround. Mm-hmm. Really do. This but- guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed that I was clear the sounds. If you'd like to voice your displeasure, 
You should probably call the mayor's office, John Tory. He's the one who's in charge here. So you should probably call like, him. I, underst- yeah. I understood every Me single too. word <laughs> Crystal clear. One of the original stars of Blade with Wesley Snipes, uh, Stephen Dorff is not holding back, expressing his thoughts of the new wave of, quote, worthless garbage superhero movies. Oh, uh, he started in the original 1998, if you remember that, talking about the new films because they're making a new Blade with Mahershala Ali. Mm. And he says, uh, God bless them. They're making a bunch of money, but their movies suck. Oh. He goes on to say, nobody's going to remember them. How's that PG Blade movie going for you? Can't get a director because nobody cares. Damn. Because we already did it and we made it the best, he said. And he goes, uh, Marvel's used to me trashing them. He did say, however, that there have been a few decent superhero movies over the years, like Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight uh, trilogy. But he says, uh, all this other garbage is just embarrassing. <laughs> Damn, it's like somebody who auditioned and didn't get the part. Well, Let me he's, see. He's what has Stephen Dorff been up to lately yeah. on IMDb? Yeah, I don't know, man. Not those. Uh, but that could be by choice too, right? Like, who knows? No, he's been in a lot of stuff. I don't know what's going on. One of the things that we do best on this show, better than most things, I would say, is uh, to analyze a fart on television. <laughs> yeah. We take it very seriously around here, uh, as we should. And, and mo- recently, there have been some really great ones. The Fartgate was trending all last week because of a uh, possible fart during, I believe it was the Vancouver Canucks uh, Tampa Bay Lightning game. Now a neat play by Cole to get the puck to Killorn, and he backhands it down the ice. <laughs> Is that you? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, right? <laughs> and they had said that that was the goalie's skates rubbing on the ice when he stopped. That's and we heard that many times. That's what, uh, that's what they attributed that noise to. Well, don't you agree? Then we would have heard that often. I don't know. People are saying that that's what it was, and, and it's weird that we don't hear it more often. <laughs> but that man, woof. No, that and was I, a fart. And they, okay, Mocha says that was a, uh, that was a fart. Uh, yesterday on The View, um, there was another instance. The View is like uh, a factory for television farts. Yeah. Uh, so this is the scene that played down on the, uh, that played out on the view yesterday when talking about, uh, uh, president Joe Biden and classified documents. Listen to this. Is it true that Trump had um, nuclear secrets? It's been reported, but we don't know the specifics, but just real quick. I was, <laughs> Oh, it, it, we had a little so on the other side of the table. My pants. All right, go ahead. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Classified documents. Okay. Classified documents. Classified anymore. Let's hear it one more time. Is it true that Trump had um, nuclear secrets? It's been reported, but we don't know the specifics. But just <laughs> that was definitely a so. They're saying that Sarah Hines uh, saw water on the desk that, that something had spilled on the desk, and she used one of her cue cards to try and swipe it off the desk. Specifics, but specifics, but and she's saying that's the swipe of the car. Yes, specifics, but specifics, but. No, that's okay. fine. No, but if you listen a little bit longer, somebody says whoopee. Just real quick, I was. <laughs> oh, it, it, we, we had a little spillage on the other side of the table. We had a little spillage on the other side of the table, and now it's on my pants. Oh. But they said that was the cue card. Now, Whoopi, there was a fart sound years ago on The View, and Whoopi acknowledged it, whether it was an actual fart or not. She seems to take credit for it. What's that shit? Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're so polite. Oh, excuse me. Oh, 
excuse me. I think I just blew a little frog out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She acknowledged it. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know how you don't acknowledge it. Now, the one that was really uh, not up for debate at all, just simply because he paused in mid-conversation, uh, and 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 almost, if you watch the video, almost like leaned a little to one side, which was Congressman Eric Swalwell uh, while doing a live hit on one of the cable news stations. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sir, Congressman, that God. was a fart. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Oh <laughs> and that was a heavy one, too. Yo, man was like holding it in for that entire meeting and just couldn't wait. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Oh, definitely, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, dog, what'd you eat for lunch? Definitely. Right? Ch- chili for taxpayer sure. dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You know it's serious when you have to pause to make that happen. I, well, and also you're only on TV. You're on TV for like five minutes. Yeah. Like you can't. I yeah, but how long it was in he in is a law is a really I, hard I, work. I know it's not healthy for you either. But geez. and how long was he in that room prior to his five minutes on television? Oh, I know. Right? How long was he holding it in? I know. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> uh, it's looking more and more unlikely that this Madonna movie will ever be made. Really? So it was announced last week that uh, Universal was not moving ahead with the Madonna movie, mm-hmm. and. I had said at the time, most likely two things. One, either a terrible script that she wouldn't budge on, or two, it's because Madonna wanted to direct the movie, mm-hmm. right? And the problem was that they went through this whole casting process. Remember when um, Julie Garner won Madonna Boot Camp, yeah. right? And everybody's like, yay. Who else was uh, Florence Pugh? Florence Pugh. Yeah, was there, a, right? Apparently there's a bunch, of, uh, names, a bunch yeah. of real big names that were going through Madonna Boot Camp. And anyway, that costs money. That whole process costs money. Mm-hmm. But the thing that people were freaking out over is that they were going through this process to find the actor to play Madonna before they actually had a finished script. And, um, and, the script that Madonna, one story says the script that Madonna turned in was turned away by Universal because they wanted a, a sort of more light version of her story where she wanted it uh, even grittier. And then that's all fine and good. They're not moving ahead with it. Uh, one insider uh, said, is there anything that could have turned this around? And they said, yes, if Madonna had relented on the point of directing this thing, which was locked in as part of her contract from day one, it would be a totally different story. And the problem is now is that Universal is realistically into this movie already like $12 million is what's estimated. Oh, no. Just from paying the writers and the workshopping and the Madonna boot camp. And so what that means is if Madonna brings this movie to another studio, they have to pay back Universal the $12 million just to be able to start over, which <sighs> is very unlikely if Madonna is still hell-bent on directing this thing. Mm. So... I don't know. What if she'll address it on tour? Like if she'll say something about it on tour? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's great, like, like she's great like friends what? with like Tom Ford and stuff like that. Like why not have him direct it? You know what I mean? Like Oh, his well, he's not the best. The Cologne guy? Yeah. No, he's done movies, <laughs> yeah, but they're very movies. artsy. They're very but that's oh. what she wants though, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can't have Madonna. Madonna's not going to direct this movie. Uh, YouTube star Mr. Beast, who does a lot of good with his platform. He does a lot of crazy, but he does mm. a lot of good with his platform. I don't know if you saw this, but 
there are millions of people in the world who are legally blind because of cataracts. Mm. And it's a simple procedure that takes 10 minutes and you can be cured. But the problem is the majority of people can't afford this very simple procedure. So Mr. Beast did a YouTube video where he cured the sight of a thousand people. In this video, we're curing a thousand people's blindness. <laughs> I just made it one less. Oh. Wow. She's just one of a thousand blind people we help from around the world. They can't see, but we have all the technology to fix it. Yep, half of all the blindness in the world is people who need a 10 minute surgery. Crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll see everybody. Oh, I can see clear. (laughs) I can jump for joy. I can see your face, I can see your face, I can see your face. If you're wondering how the surgery allows people to see again, it's because the lens in their eye got so cloudy that they can't see through it. So the surgeon uses a tiny vacuum to suck up the clouded lens. Whoa, it's sucking. And replace it with an artificial (laughs) one. The surgery is that simple. They can see again. Good for Mr. Beast. He just paid for everyone to have the surgery. Yeah. So he originally hooked up with an ophthalmologist out of Florida uh, who did the sort of first rounds of surgeries with people. And then Mr. Beast and his crew went to Jamaica, Honduras, Nambia, Mexico, Indonesia, Brazil, Vietnam, and Kenya. Wow. And yeah, and and did the and did the surgeries for all those people. And just brought that doctor. No, different doctors, different hospitals, because it's a super simple surgery, Mm -hmm. but people can't afford it. Even a very simple surgery. So Mr. Beast paid for, and he gave them cash at the end too. Really? Like, yeah, so he gave them sight and and cash. Good for that which guy. Is, which is kind of badass. Uh, Damar Hamlin uh, speaking out publicly uh, for the first time in his own uh, words, in his own voice on video. Uh, the video itself is uh, six minutes uh, long. Here's a little taste of it. This again uh, comes from the Buffalo Bills game where he collapsed on the field back on January 2nd. I think it was important for me to wait and speak publicly at the right time as it was just a lot to process uh, within my own self uh, mentally physically um, even spiritually it's just been a lot to process but I can't tell you how appreciative I am of all the love all the support and everything that's just been coming in my way what happened to me on Monday Night Football I feel is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart uh, with the entire world. And I'm able to give it back to kids and communities all across the world uh, who need it the most. And that's always been my dream. That's always been what I stood for and what I will continue to stand for. To the city of Cincinnati, the Bengals, and the entire NFL, uh, just for putting Team Allegiance aside to root for to root for one kid's life and just the, the humanity of a player you know, that's wearing Buffalo blue. You put humanity above team loyalty. You showed the world unity over division. I'm not surprised by it, but I'm deeply grateful and I'll be forever thankful and indebted to that. Looks good. To all the kids who sent me letters and heartwarming gifts, uh, you mean the world to me. Uh, you made my day every day. While I'm so thankful to everybody, I know that it isn't enough just to be thankful. This is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. And I can't wait to continue to take y'all on this journey with me. 
Wow. Oof. And he looks good, too. Like, I, I mean, he doesn't look great. Like, yeah. he looks like somebody went through he's, hell. He sounds he look, amazing. Yeah, he sounds amazing. Good yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's awesome. Um, Philadelphia and Kansas City in the Super Bowl in two weeks. Oh, baby. Uh, millions of Canadians are breathing a sigh of relief after the Canada Revenue Agency announced that it isn't worth their time to track down the $30 billion in CERB payments to people and companies who should not have gotten What? Them. How so, much? $30 billion. What do you mean it's not worth their time? It's $30 billion. <laughs> yep. I saw one guy in the news that uh, owes the government like $15,000. Yep. Um, <laughs> Yeah, CRA so commissioner ripped off the country. Bob Hamilton says that it's not worth the effort to conduct a full review of the pandemic wage benefits uh, that may have been sent to ineligible recipients. The report said that the Auditor General had found that 4.6 billion in overpayments to ineligible recipients. Uh, it said an additional 27.4 billion might have been paid out to ineligible people and businesses and should be investigated further. Not going to happen. That larger amount includes. 15.5 billion for employers that received the um Canadian emergency Bro. wage subsidy so the yeah. I know a guy right now yeah who is so happy he's like wiping the sweat from his forehead yeah because he got so many checks he renovated his house yeah really yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he won wow oh my god wow yeah Hold on. so we just have the money just to take this problem and sweep it under yeah. the rug well i don't know if you can tell but we're in some sort of financial trouble right now right. thank you yeah so does the government not need to recoup that money to help it like it's it's what is it going to cost to recoup though that's the that's the thing not as much as what I they mean, gave out it's it's anybody who's ever been audited like i've known people who've been audited before and and they come at you with enough people for one person who may owe a couple of grand. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that that's going to stop, which is crazy to me that they're still going to audit people who screw up the GST line on their income tax forms, yeah. but they're not going after the, the, the 30 billion. So what's everybody answer? Everyone's answer now. Like, yo, know. what about CERB? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Go know. find CERB yeah, and then I, come after me. I don't know. I don't know, man. Is it too uh, late to now ask for money? Yes. <laughs> that is insane. I cannot believe that. Yep. What's that number again? 30 bill. 30 bill. Yeah. That's I mean, billion bro- bro- with a B. Broken up into, into, into a couple different lanes, but uh, total, it's around $30 billion. Yeah. Still. Oh, I know. I, well, I guess know. we could just print more money. No, you can't do that. It would be great if you could do that, but no, you uh, you can't do that. Uh, Jennifer Anderson and Julia Roberts are going to star in a body swap comedy. Okay. Like a switch em. Yeah. Right? I love mean, I, mean, I love a switch em. Uh, this is by the same filmmaker who did Palm Springs. Did you ever see Palm Springs? Mm-hmm. With, uh, was it Andy Samberg that's in Palm Springs? Really funny. Kind of recent, yeah, fairly oh. recent. Within the last couple of years, oh, it's very much like a it. it's very much like a Groundhog Day. Okay. It's a new take on Groundhog Day. The, the they was a great movie, really, really great movie. So, looking forward to that. And uh, Top Gun Maverick won the Best Picture at uh, AARP's Movies uh, for Grown Up Awards. The what? The AARP. AARP. Yeah. ARP. Yeah, that's the... Never heard of it. What is it? It's the, You don't know what that is? It's the Association, American Association for Retired Persons. I mean, I have no idea what that is. What? It's the American Association of Retired Persons. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never heard of this before? 
They have a magazine and everything. Oh, why is it so high up on your list? <laughs> I don't know. Of things it's, to know. Did I you read know. it in your latest issue? No, shut up. Did you okay. vote for it? Anyway, no, I didn't. I, I'm not a voting member. Oh, okay. have you applied? Anyway, they do. They do a. They do an awards show called Movies for Grownups, and Top Gun Maverick was the number one movie. Okay. Is the award show very loud? <laughs> Okay, here. <laughs> and the award ghost. I said, and the award goes to such a jerk, man. <laughs> you are such a jerk. Um, did you see Harry Styles split his pants on stage in front of Jennifer Aniston the other night? No. Yeah, he was wearing like, like faux, faux leather pants oh, no, or whatever it was. And uh, yeah, they were blaming Jennifer Aniston on a lot of stuff because Harry Styles, two like three years ago when he was on Ellen, uh-huh. she asked who his celebrity crush was, and he said Jennifer Aniston. Right, oh. so Jennifer Aniston is like, uh, so she was there, and then at one point he tripped, like just doing nature, sure. right? and then at another point he went down. He's wearing like brown leather pants and went down and just, like spread his legs, kind of thing, and just like ripped all the way, all the way down the leg. Uh, and then he does stuff to women, man. So Julie Bowen was there too. Julie yeah. Bowen, the mom from Modern Family, Claire oh, from Claire, Claire Dunphy, Claire Dunphy from Modern Family, and she had a homemade sign that she brought Stop in the it. shape of a heart with lights around it that she clicked on and off. And the homemade sign on one side it read "Harry, I'm old," and on the other side it read "But I know what I'm doing." Oh, <laughs> yo, Claire Dunphy. <laughs> uh, what is Phil gonna say about that? Uh, um, right? Did it? Didn't Claire Dunphy, Julie Bowen, on mm. an episode of Ellen, like a couple of months ago, say that she was asked her opinion or something on Harry Styles, and she actually said she had like a huge crush on oh, him? Oh, she has made that. She said that she's done dating completely, except for Harry Styles. Yeah. Yes. She's sworn With the off. The homemade sign yeah, and she, everything. She's sworn off men. Except for Harry Styles. Yeah, she's on record saying that. Yeah, right? All out there, all lined up. Jennifer Aniston, Julie Bowen, all lined up. And then he split his pants. He was wearing underpants, though. And then he wrapped like a pride Pride flag flag. around his waist to uh, to cover up the the whole knot. It wasn't like when Lenny Kravitz split his pants, Mm. doing the exact same move. Only Lenny was not wearing anything underneath. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. Did you ever see that? Mm -mm. No? You should look it up. What? It's an interesting moment in 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 music, music history. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that seems so weird to say. Look that up. I don't know. Why is it weird? Just give it a look. Because <laughs> he really split his pants. Like Harry Styles split it kind of down the leg, where Lenny Kravitz was like just right. Like How it was the, was the middle seam. Lenny oh, Kravitz. I think it was. Oh, bef- this was years ago. Years ago, yeah. Split, what pants yeah. on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like playing guitar and he went down and do that rock move Just where do they the like Google image. where they where they squat and uh, and he split his uh, and he split his pants open. <laughs> 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 okay, right? Okay. Wow. Yeah, that did not happen to Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Also, Lenny Krause, bravo. <laughs> bravo. Bravo, Lenny. <laughs> uh, Jay Leno was back on the comedy stage last night. Mm-hmm. And this is after, if you remember last month, he burned his face with gasoline. Mm. And then after that, he was in a motorcycle accident um, where he broke two ribs Cracked both his kneecaps oh and broke his collarbone. Uh, 
yeah. in a motorcycle accident, and he was back on the stage again on Sunday. And I had no idea. So it's this comedy club called Comedy and Magic in Hermosa Beach, California. And Jay Leno has been doing Sunday night there since 1992. What? Like every Sunday? Every Sunday. When he, when he got The Tonight Show, he would go on Sundays and practice his jokes for that week at the Tonight Show at this really? at the same comedy club. And he's been doing Sunday nights there since 1992. Um, so what's he, is he just doing like the same routine every No, he does week? different stuff. I think he just, I think he's still a comedy writer. Like I think he still writes new jokes and just goes and tries them out on this audience on Sundays. And I think everybody understands that he's going to be like reading off cards and it's just him workshopping. And, um, but that's his thing every Sunday night. Jay Leno, it's 72 years old, Bro, sir. Motorcycle accident. Like you should not be. Yeah. On a motorcycle. He's yeah. from the guy that fell off his BMX bike. Yeah, but Mocha's not 72, though. Yeah. He said and I he got... Bro- and he basically bro- run down the list of everything Yeah, he said he I got knocked off my motorcycle. He yeah. said, so I've got a broken collarbone, I've got two broken ribs, and I got two cracked kneecaps. Yeah, bro. Like, kneecaps at 72. <laughs> you gotta take an Uber from now right? on, bro. Yeah. Uh, so much going on with the... Lisa Marie and Priscilla. We'll get to all that in a second. Uh, Austin Butler was on with Fallon last night. Is that who that was? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that they did the whole red carpet together for the most part at the uh, Golden Globe Awards, and they got to know each other real well. Here is uh, Austin Butler uh, talking about Lisa Marie. Everyone's shocked and saddened by Lisa Marie Presley mm-hmm. passing away so uh, suddenly. Mm-hmm. But you got to you got to hang her. She got to see your work. I, f- I first met Lisa when... When we screened the film at Graceland. Yeah. And I've never had an experience where I met somebody and felt an immediate depth of relationship to them. We, we got so close so fast. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just devastating. I'm just, you know, devastated for her family and, and, sure. and for her to not be here celebrating with us, you know. I, I'm happy that she got to see you. And, yeah. And, and, I, I mean, to, to get to be with her at the Golden Globes, like, I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. And nothing in the world of the Presley family can ever be easy. So Lisa, when she died, Lisa Marie, um, was very much in debt to the IRS. Uh, However, her estate, TMZ is reporting, is getting $35 million from two different life insurance policies. One set to pay out $25 million. The other is set to pay out $10 million. Now, the report claims that $2.5 million will immediately go to the IRS. Um, and they also note that Lisa Marie spent over $100 million throughout her adult life. And then uh, finally, TMZ says that um, uh, she was on extreme weight loss pills and taking opioids uh, months prior to her death. And there is a battle brewing because Priscilla Presley, uh, Lisa's mom, Elvis's ex-wife, is challenging Lisa Marie's will. What? Why? So Lisa Marie apparently um, had her will changed in 2016, an amendment that removed Priscilla and her business partner as the sole as the 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 joint trustees and replaced it with Lisa Marie's daughter Riley Kehoe as the sole trustee. Mm-hmm. And so what she's saying now is that her business partner. They, they managed in 1993, I think it was 15% of Elvis Presley Enterprises. But in 2016, Lisa Marie changed her will and gave everything to her own daughter. 
And Priscilla is pointing out when she looked at the documents, her name is spelt wrong. Her daughter's signature is inconsistent with usual and customary documents. Oh, uh, the inconsistencies in the documents include that it was never witnessed or notarized and that the provisions don't appear on the signature page. So now there's a huge battle between what will be Lisa Marie's daughter, Riley Kehoe, and the grandmother, Priscilla Presley, over control once oh, again over who gets to run the Elvis Empire. Because it's all money. Because it's all money. Damn. Once again, That's going terrible. through all of this because, like, as over and Lisa over Marie and Presley, over. Right? You're going to have everything go to your kids anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But the mom is saying that that will is bogus and that those changes shouldn't be uh, taken with any sort of legitimacy. Damn, that's nuts. My God, so nuts, dude. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.